episode what 26 our final christmas pick um for our podcast nod your head and listen um where our podcast is pretty much devoted to watching movies often re-watching movies and discussing them with kind of random categories like dinner and a movie talking about food that is included in movies what would be the kind of a perfect meal to rep to to eat to eat while watching the movie that's uh represented in the movie as well and i believe this might be our fourth john hughes movie we had vacation mr mom planes trains i know he didn't direct this but like you know it was pinned or part of the hughes whatever production company so um out of the 26 yeah four of the 26 have been john hughes but um so yeah we do a little fishbowl at the end too where we do kind of a random list uh best directors worst movie scenes of all time whatever things like that and where were we oh yeah and then eric at the end will make a final uh or possibly the final movie pick for 2023 but it might it might be early january by the time we get to it depending on kind of what eric says because it's his birthday pick whatever works for him um and then i'll be picking the next category so essentially a category is like month to month we kind of unofficially started by doing 90s movies and then we've done like comedies summer picks coming of age halloween things like that so we'll we'll start uh start anew in january with my new category then we'll probably get into oscar season after that but we can get right into our final home uh final christmas pick which is 1990s home alone um Again, I don't know if we really need to get much of a synopsis for this, but Macaulay Culkin plays a kid who was accidentally left home while his very affluent family can afford to take all those people to Paris. Um, yet in the sequel, he's mad about the how much he spent on chocolate and whatnot, but uh, room service. But we can get that get to that whenever one of us picks Home Alone to Lost in New York and future Christmas seasons. But um, but yeah, so we'll get right into it. So dinner and a movie, uh, we don't just try to talk about the food in the movie, but we do try to come back to what would be what food best represents the movie. So there was a, there was a few, I feel like there was two meals that were pretty big in the movie. Like we can nitpick at other, other little snacks here and there, but I feel like it really boils down to two food, two different meals that would be like the, the home alone meal. So we can get right into it and it was brad's pick um and so brad you can go ahead with the first dinner and a movie okay i have well obviously i mean i think the obvious one like you said is cheese pizza yep. um I, but, but but specifically i put um cheese pizza hopefully not vomited out by buzz of course mm -hmm. I feel like the longer we've gone, the more specific we get. Rather than I thought you might actually put little Nero's or whatever it's called, uh, even though it's I, I probably should have specified little Nero's, but um, yeah, no, that's that's fair. I probably should have said the name. No, that. I wasn't actually saying you should have done it. I, was, I really yeah. thought you might. All right, Eric. It was no, uh, it was. So to she, me, it was you should a, have it included the beverage, which was a glass of milk. <sighs> Cheese pizza with a glass of milk. Milk made an appearance a couple of times because he also has milk with a future another meal that is has not. Well, been that was gonna yet. be the one I, I figured I would take that one as well just to get yeah, the go two ahead. obvious ones yeah. the delicious looking mm -hmm. mac and cheese that he doesn't touch because he didn't time it right. I've never had microwave my mac and cheese that. that looks like that, but um, I know yeah. it looked fantastic. Yeah, I know. I actually had pizza today, so it ended up working out fairly well. So um, actually, 
Oh, interesting. I didn't do it on purpose and I was supposed to get pepperoni and they did half pepperoni, half cheese. So I accidentally ended up having half of Macaulay's preferred meal. Um, so mac and cheese, but it has to be microwavable, but somehow they get the special type that's like three minutes and or whatever it was in the microwave. And like, it doesn't look anything like easy Mac that I ate a lot of. That was like my, my ramen type thing for like, you know, your college diet or whatever, as I had, I would, my go-to was the easy Mac, but um, and I'll go with, I guess the third that is clearly not as big as the other two, but another one is, um, wait, it was my turn, right? Eric, you went twice. So yeah. Yeah. It's you. Um, no, what I was once, but I think that's all. Oh wait, yeah, I'm supposed to go twice. What am I talking about? Um, it's you, it's you. Yeah, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh the the ice cream sundae with giant marshmallows. And as a kid, I think I always thought those were scoops of ice cream because of how big the marshmallows were. Um, but yeah, I think this... I thought that still. Oh no, the marshmallows has, he... and ice cream is not a good combination. I don't I know if you, think. you can see. Yeah, I was like, there it was pretty, pretty big. Um okay. if you if you yeah, just Google yeah, Google it and see uh, uh <laughs> And I also Googled the family tree because we'll get to that later, but of like who belongs in which family because for the longest time I did not get that right. Oh, yeah. I've looked that up before. I'm going to Google it. it but... I think I still have it up somewhere. I have like 15 tabs open, but um, we can get to that later. And then I'll go, uh, you said milk already. So my last one will be for this round at least will be, uh, I'm going to say a donut while talking on the phone. Ah, donut with a piece of it on the phone. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, yeah, chocolate. Yeah, I'll put chocolate donut stuck to telephone. But yeah, I mean, it's I feel a like little, hard, a little harder to do nowadays with smartphones. It's pretty, pretty impressive. You'll have you to get a landline phone, which I think you probably have one, or maybe not a working <laughs> one. But uh, no. <laughs> well, actually, you have no, like a I do. Phone. Dad has it. Yeah, and no, mom and dad end up having it. But I have actually. I don't know if you can. I have a nineteen. Uh, 1918 phone or something that Mimi had in her attic and I was helping her move and I got like a typewriter and an old phone from her but it's so heavy I don't want to put it in the wall and like destroy the wall if it falls but um so it's just leaning over there but anyway so uh, maybe I could maybe I could have more? have a donut over that so go ahead I had a few more yeah. no I have a I few have more too but more. I, back to Eric oh, I thought you said that was the last one. Oh, that's oh, the last for this round like um, yeah, snake round all right I'll go uh shrimp cocktail is what they're eating in oh, uh, a question yeah okay I'll put shrimp served by stupid frank oh yeah i haven't noticed i haven't noticed prematurely prematurely served oh dang yeah that's that was the notice ready yet the what yeah that's i'd never they, noticed that line it was before. prematurely served they, they weren't supposed to be eating them yet but frank was being frank so um. he just took them yeah eric eric stole my noticing but i'd never noticed that line before and who said it was like the the paris aunt and uncle or whatever guess, that, yeah it's gotta be the other georgette family, right? and somebody like her name is georgette because i looked up the family tree and i was like oh wow never noticed oh. that she was saying frank we're not supposed to serve that yet or that's for later and she says his name again and then just kind of puts her arms up like what the heck um but anyway all right brad all right brad i put uh, I have one more no. i think they were called crunch gators but it was some sort of free oh yeah i had that one too Crunch caters that Kevin Scott when he's watching uh, Angels with Filthy Souls or whatever. Yep. I paused it on those to make sure I had it right. 
Okay, I was wondering what I put crunch tail. They were uh, I, it I was just I think it was just Frito Lay's or something. It was or like Fritos yeah, or something. It, it was because I, I, I thought it was a completely made up thing, but it said Frito Lay's, so I'm guessing it was just an actual like chip of some sort from back then. I think it was Gators. It yeah, might have. I didn't look it up. Tater's would have made more. It was Gator. It's no, it was Gator. I just looked it up. It's Tater. There's a Gator on the thing. Uh, it, there is, but I promise it says crunch taters and it was potato chips. That's what I. Mm. That's why I guessed it. If I mean again, people okay. could be wrong. Wrong on Google. I also the, had Crunch the, Gators, Brad. And it's anyways, a better so name. I wonder if, the, so honestly, Austin, I wonder if this is something where they couldn't get the rights to it. Because I wrote down Crunch Gators and I was almost positive I saw a G at the beginning. It, where did you watch it? I, I also saw Crunch Gators for sure. Uh, a DVD. I saw Crunch Gators. We had two sure. sets of eyes looking at it and we both said it was Gators. And now I'm looking at a still. I'm going to type in and say T. I said T. I'm, they're, they're showing a still from it. Listeners out there, go Google it right now. Crunch Taters Home Alone. It shows a picture Google of Google Crunch the Gators two. and see what comes up. There was an alligator on the front of the bag. The two flavors yes, were Hop and Jalapeno taters. and Mighty Mesquite Barbecue. Well, this is... It's correcting it to Taters, so I must be wrong. I know. Well, and Eric, if you look at the picture, I mean, you can see the giant marshmallows the, in the picture too. Okay, I mean, it, it, picture, I will say it's, the, it's the, very it's strange. Folded over, so you can only see eight. Oh yeah, no, no. It, the, the actual. It's I, I'm gonna say. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna give Austin credit because it, when it's unfolded, it says crunch taters, but there's a huge gator yeah. on it. That's very odd. Yeah, there's a. It's a gator, and it's folded, and all you see is eighters. So I think. Yeah. We were both all you correct. see is the, you see crunch eighters, and then there's a gator. Like, why the heck is yeah. a stupid gator your? Yeah mascot yeah, is a crunch tater i'm sticking i think we stick with gators i think that's a better name obviously obviously austin is right but i feel like eric and i are not technically wrong it's one point for a, me yep well, actually, yeah. uh, it's, it's a half so, point each it's got when we get to the point of what are we going to bring like, movie, if we were to provide I'm not, no the, watch, the question buddy, isn't what is I'm the better brand the better, no i think gator would well it wouldn't be a bad name but why not just like gator taters or something like that they could have rhymed it and had it but Anyway, uh, Brad, go ahead. Plus the name for, for, the crunch name for gators, crunchy Brad. potato chips is oh. crunch. Thank you, Eric. That is definitely the, that's, that's a tarot crunch taters. We will make that some sounds crunchy like gators on our watch party. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds great. Plus how, how was Lay's going to just have, that's like how cornflakes became like the generic name for corn flavored flakes of cereal like how does lays not have the rights to say something besides taters for potato chips like it's just potato it's also chips, just very yeah, boring right crunchy potato chips crunch taters like it's just so bland very good. very disappointed with home alone right now yep i might actually knock That's it down okay. a letter grade i actually it, it did I, I i just i just knocked it it'll down even out because sure. i'm bumping it up for this so go ahead brad what's your last snake <laughs> for, for that for that generic name yeah. uh I, I, I put uh mice guts um for buzz's oh, okay. tarantula yeah. i didn't think about that one. Oh, yeah. uh um, junior mints oh you're just gonna keep going oh, my, my um, bad my bad no i'm sorry i thought it snaked oh, I, I thought it snaked you did but that was your third one you said i thought you already did two anyway it took a while well, i, well, a I, th I thought cr i thought snake. i thought yeah, yeah. crunch gate Crunch Gators didn't count because I was wrong. Yeah, Brad so was making up. That's fair. Brand. That's true. I should have known. Wait, when did oh, was, Ju was Junior Mint and his little trunk or whatever buzzes? Yes, little, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, missed that. Okay, I remember seeing it in the past. Is not today. I didn't see it. Unless, okay. of course, Home Alone. Unless they called him like Junior Lentz or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> crap up. Did you actually see the M on the box, Brad? No. So maybe maybe, it maybe it's wrong. Maybe maybe it's wrong. That's what I'm saying. Now now I'm second guessing everything. 
Were those ever popular? Oh. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like Seinfeld is the only time I've yeah. ever heard of those. Like, no, the kids, kids were actually, I know, but like, oh, okay. I mean, they're fine, but there's other better chocolate. Mint flavored stuff is popular, even though I don't know, but you have the York peppermint patty. You have other mint. Girl Scout, the Girl Scout ones is reign supreme. Other but, than um, the Girl Scout Those are those. good. I know. I said they reign supreme. I know. I'm saying besides those, I feel like it's kind of me. Uh, well, Brad I mean, doesn't have a sweet tooth. Mint chocolate chip ice so. cream. There's a lot of mint and chocolate. Oh, all right. All right. Touche. Touche. Um, but I'm going to go right, with so Pepsi. Um, oh, wait. Oh, oh I'm getting shoot. Skipped. It's Eric. I'm, I'm skipping Eric. Oh, my goodness. I can get skipped. I, I, I mean, I'll, 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 only get, I'll only get one. I'm still bitter over. I'm bitter I only have Pepsi. one left. So well, hopefully it wasn't Pepsi. So go ahead. Eric, go ahead. It's not because it's not an actual food in the movie, but I put down silver tuna. Because that's what they referred to uh, yep. the McAllister's house. That was in the first one. I watched both of them today. So, okay. I also have watched. You both had enough time to watch time. Home Alone too. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I watched it first actually. Did you skip well, I skipped the, the I skipped the opera scene, so that saved me thirty to forty minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there was whipped topping. I think that was in the uh, scene where they he spills the, you know, he spills the beverage everywhere and. Uh, Mm, I have two more and I, I'm going to delete crunch taters. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> my last one's kind of a stretch. So I'll, I'll wait till the end on this one, but I'm going to have popcorn while jumping on the bed. Um, I think it was popcorn that he was eating. So I could be wrong on well, that. I have, it, I have exactly. It looks I have, like I popcorn. Word for word. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the brand uh, Brad? Otherwise it doesn't count. Actually, no, I just put popcorn parentheses while jumping. I on think it was a clear bag. I was uh, kidding, but. Oh, I, well, actually you were did. I, don't, I was being a smart A. Okay, not fair enough. Oh, wait, I'm done. So, Brad, I mean, sorry, right, I'm not I've done. I've done, I've done two. I've done two. So, I thought Brad could finish his off if he's the last one. Um, and then I have one more that's kind of a stretch, kind of a play on words more. And then I thought we would vote on it because I uh, pretty much between I, cheese I, pizza or mac and cheese. Uh, I think I know what you're going to say then for one of your other ones, but it's just a guess. Uh, are you going to say the one that the wet bandits mentioned? No, this one, what I'm mentioning technically in the movie is not a food, but it's something that can, that goes on food and enhances food that they talk about. Um, it's a yeah. bit of a stretch. I, I shaved it to the end. I, I shaved it. I saved it till the end. Um, for yeah because i'm I'm a little underwhelmed by it but i thought i would throw it in there anyway but brad didn't you have one more i have a couple more yeah the, the yeah, wet bandits keep saying silver tuna when they're talking about like well, how did, important uh i just said that brad eric just said that oh i really you either you you really must you cut out i did <laughs> i did not hear that my bad okay so we really, skip it we skip eric and then we then we take his no, answer no, no. i can't I, I can't wait to see what happens next i was wondering why you didn't react at all to it i'm like wow i guess i gotta no no i i come I up with better ideas for brad to that, get a nope that that cut that <laughs> cut out i would admit it okay. if i was just ignoring it. i've been paying attention that just that just cut out um, so I'm guessing all these other ones I'm going to say you already said too. So I apologize in advance. Did you also say green Tic Tacs from fake Santa? No. Okay. Well, I feel better. I am sorry about the the silver tuna one. Wow. It's all good. Uh, I said orange juice with a coupon that you pay with a coupon. Oh, I missed the grocery store. I forgot to pay attention to what uh, was. Uh, unhealthy beef yeah. milk. Oh, my God. <laughs> also known as regular milk. Well, no, I mean, back in the day before we knew how horrible it was for you, I would agree. But now that we know the regular uh, milk, it's good for your brains. 
Um, they didn't have almond milk. It wasn't well. They did. It just wasn't as popular. So obviously back then they just drank beef milk, even though it was slowly killing you, or actually pretty rapidly. I think that might have been. I've never broken a bone in my body, and I give that credit to the amount of milk I drink. That's well, you know, good, good for you. That's I'm proud of you. I guess. Uh, I think that's all I had. I really enjoyed the scene with the fake Santa, so I was glad that he I, – I didn't count the number of green Tic Tacs that he gave him, but I did I enjoy that three. performance. It might have been. I just put green awesome I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel like it was better to go back and count them. No, I just said uh, my best that I could do was I just said some I, uh, some some sort of salty snack or something like that in, in honor of the South Bend shovel killer next door, the Mr. – shoot, I don't remember his real name. Mr. Does it say his name? Yeah, Marley, Marley, old man Marley, um, oh. because they talked about him like oh, salt, like Scrooge. His, okay. Yeah, because he was sal he was salting the sidewalks with his shovel, so something salty for that. But basically, the best ones are obviously going to be uh, cheese pizza or mac and cheese from a microwave. And we have three people, so obviously we can just vote and see how it goes. But I am partial to mac and cheese, not only because well, that's is it just one option. No, I said mac and cheese or cheese pizza. I think it should be both and then a Sunday for dessert. I mean, if we're I Oh, we're saying like we're okay. I thought we those were, are three. I think those are the three by far biggest foods of this movie. And I don't think you have to I think when it's like that, you can just take both. And pizza okay. and pasta kind of like that's a common-ish thing. So slice awesome. of pie and and some mac and cheese, and then you well, Macaulay Culkin's name, obviously being Macaulay, and he went by Mac like as a nickname. Uh, I, well, I thought Matt Macaulay and Cheese or Mac and Cheese as in honor of him too. And it's like you know one of the big things is that he never actually gets to eat the the Mac and Cheese. But okay, I guess we'll just take it the easier way and just say all three. But I thought I yeah, think, yeah. I which think one best represents it, the movie? But um, I think all three of those represent it. What do you say, Brad? Am I being outvoted or? Or should we choose one? I, I would, I would say, I would say cheese. I would say cheese pizza. I mean, as oh, much as I, I want to, even, even though I'm still mad about the crunch, the crunch gators, but I think cheese pizza is is better, especially because as the 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 franchise continues, cheese pizza continues to be like the staple food. Uh, so I would, I think definitely cheese, the if, second because you're, you're right. The, 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 and he and he doesn't eat the well. I guess in this one he doesn't get his cheese pizza either, but he doesn't even eat the mac and cheese. No, he gets cheese pizza which, which by the way, we'll get to that own. later. He Do gets what? his own pizza. He gets his own pizza delivered. Oh, he does get it later. You're right. You're right. My bad. Okay, my bad. My bad. I choked. Yeah. I choked. I choked. Yeah, so I just buzz. think those two things, they're both Italian foods. I think they go together. I think you can have both. I don't think I've ever had it's not that pizza with the side of mac and I feel like, cheese. I feel like but... people from Italy would be very upset with us calling a, a microwavable mac and cheese an Italian But, but the pasta, I know, but the same with cheap delivery pizzas not really is a brand insult to italians but it's very americanized both are technically come from italian they're americanized at least versions the, of italian food at least one of them came out of an oven but i still see your point maybe we don't know that that's true from okay, uh, um but behind the scenes uh, uh i can start i only have three uh and i know brad and i have talked about this one i feel like eric's probably heard about it too but um that Buzz's girlfriend, the picture of Buzz's girlfriend was actually a boy in a wig. 
because either the oh, director yeah. or the producers or whatever didn't you know they want to do that to an to an actual girl where they would be essentially it's making fun of her looks um the the one of the many ah scenes but not the famous one the uh, where whenever he almost gets run over by the okay plumbing uh van they filmed that scene backwards and you can kind of tell once you know that uh that they just they filmed the car close to him and went backwards with his mouth open but um and then the last one was that the side door or the side, uh, yeah, the kind of backside or side door of the house where the pizza is delivered. That was actually not, that's not a part of the actual house that they actually built that part for just the movie. So if you ever go to Chicago and you can actually see the house, it is, it looks like it's, you know, behind a, a gate now, as a lot of these things are, because people probably over overstep literally and um then but they yeah so that that part would not be there um but yeah everything else is obviously a real a real house in chicago and that's all my behind the scenes Go ahead. yeah I, i'll i only have a couple uh it was originally going to feature more scenes of the family in paris but the test audiences were eager to get back to kevin's part um probably the right and then yeah they they could have cut more of them out to be honest oh i i, I think what it showed was fine because you still need to show them trying to plan on i think what it showed it it talked about them discussing kevin and that was fine i think what they showed was was yeah. fine i'm not um, saying it was just not necessary but I just it did nothing well, for me well i i understand that but it's still about them trying to get back to him so showing them wasn't i didn't feel like it was unnecessary but i agree it was like when you show mm. them you're like eh but I don't think it was bad. It was usually the, like the mom and dad talking about their plans. So I think it was all right. And I think this ended up being kind of a happy, a happy accident, but I liked this part was um because they're two of my favorite performances, but Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern felt indifferent about the movie's potential while they were shooting it. And so they intentionally gave over the top performances, neither believing the movie would become a big success, um, which to me made it better. I mean, I feel like if, if they were like go, trying to put in like Oscar winning, uh, you know, if they were like going for it and like playing it super dark, I think it would have been too much versus them playing it kind of hammy and, and, uh, you know, and silly. I felt like that made the, the bad guys what, you know, much, much less menacing and obviously funnier. And so I, th I think that worked out well. Uh, but I like, I like seeing stuff like that where it ends up being kind of a, a happy accident to use that cliche. Um, because, I mean, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci both could be good actors, but I think them just kind of making it into a silly, taking that as kind of a silly role made it made it much better because i think they were really funny in it but anyway that was all i had i mean pesci was kind of the straight man and i think it yeah i think it worked their dynamic I actually have quite a few and most of them i don't think y'all took uh -huh. um this one i i'm guessing both of y'all knew this and are surprised i didn't know this brad mainly because you like the show i don't think i knew daniel stern was the voice of adult kevin and the wonder yeah. wonder years yeah i i will so say that's he one was that just, I, he was so he was the the narrator essentially yeah i don't i i didn't i, I, I watched I the show that. i had probably seen the show all the way through before i knew it and now like if you go back and i'm watch gonna have the to show, go back and you have to listen for it because he doesn't usually he's playing funny and he and he narrates yeah. pretty straightforward uh but it's it's great narration go back i, I want to say i, ha yeah, I, I had to go back after i learned it and listen and listen for for some reason in my head it's um Dreyfus, probably just because we've watched uh oh, what's it called a few um stand by me or something like I just picture that voice in my head of of voicing I don't know but yeah I, I put that down just again I thought thought it was interesting and somehow missed that all these years. Um 
So again, this one I think is a pretty common discussion that people talk about. But part of it I, I think I always had wrong was A, the tarantula was real on his face. I was always under the impression and thought I had read that he mimed the scream and they added it, but he did all of that. It was a real tarantula and a real scream. So I got Wait, where did I, you where, already knew what that. source is that? No, I've, I've always heard that he faked the scream too. I thought that's I heard what that I thought. I, I thought I heard two that different sites, that, two different sites that I read said that he did it all real. He said he had certain ass. He was like, is that going to like make the spider mad? And I like, no, it's, it can't hear or something like that, which I don't know how they can prove that, but Hmm. That I I'd always heard that he mined it and they added a screaming layer, but I, it was two different websites. I have to go find them, but both of them referenced how he did all of that was real, and I thought that I thought for sure it was wrong, but and maybe it is. Because oh, oh, I, I, I definitely before then I had always heard I knew the tarantula was real. I thought he faked the scream, so that's why okay. I included that. So again, maybe this part's wrong though. Um, uh, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin's <laughs> stunt double on the zip line. I'm guessing in all parts, but they specifically mentioned the zip line was a 30 year old man. I couldn't tell. So I thought they did. Well, I kind of look for that stuff man. now, but yeah, I, you can, I couldn't tell it was a 30 year, like an, an actual like grown adult, but I could tell it definitely wasn't him on them. Cause I was just picturing Macaulay Culkin off screen doing that, doing his very distinctive. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Um, um, but, on that yeah. note, um, Columbus, the director Columbus did a lot of Kevin's off screen lines because sometimes really? they'd be working late and child labor laws. Um, Kevin mm-hmm. uh, Macaulay Culkin wouldn't be there. So sometimes if you heard Kevin's uh, voice off screen, it was actually not him. Hmm. Maybe maybe I have finding a, a website that's completely making stuff up because both of y'all are seeing wait, stuff wait, wait. and I'm shocked that, by that. Oh, no, I'm just, I could see it being partially true where like he wrote, read the lines to the people on screen as if he was Macaulay Culkin and then they dubbed it in later. I can't imagine you're or unless you were saying Possibly. that he actually did his voice. I don't know. I, I can't I'm imagine trying to think of that many lines voice. he had. I'm trying to think of how many lines he actually had off screen. I didn't think there was that many. Well, I could I could definitely see if it was yeah if, he, if he's just feeding the lines they have something to respond to, um, kind of like in 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 uh, like in Psycho whenever Janet Lee is like in the car and then like imagining all the people talking about her leaving Hitchcock was I'm pretty yeah. sure he was reading the lines yeah. to her like oh now your now your boss is saying this now this is happening and obviously they they put the audio in later but they I'm, that's my guess because i can't imagine unless he's maybe really I don't know. It, but both of y'all's faces. facial expressions makes me think i'm like reading some fake website right now well, no it wasn't it wasn't doubting you it was trying to imagine how that would how that would work well i'm just I I, honestly like, when i read that i thought it was interesting but i was trying to think of a scene where you you hear his voice uh, other than i feel like when they're chasing him one time he's like says i'm up here and maybe it's not showing him say that but Again, that had to have been his voice. So I'm not. Yeah, totally my guess sure is they they dub video dubbed it right after the at the end of the movie, rather, and then that he might was make just, sense. He just was like a stand was, in to get. Yeah, the, he was a, an audio yeah, an audio that would make more sense. Yeah. And that's audio not nearly as interesting. So no, it's still interesting because I mean it's like that. Um, no, it it is it is because that's why they have that's why they have so many that's why they have so many twin actors for kid actors is so they can get. They can, oh, they, can uh, they, the... they can they can get it more yeah the the Olsen twins or whatever they can get more out of these two actors because they Double can all the time yeah so Brad what were we saying or I think both okay. of you were saying something but yeah. 
No, I was gonna, all I was going to say was that was a good example. That was a great example of Psycho. And I remember, you know, y'all the y'all know the on the waterfront. I could have been a contender. Rod Steiger yeah. was not talking to Marlon Brando like that famous scene in the cab. Marlon Brando wasn't there and was oh. apparently so like Rod Steiger was either talking to the director or like just because it's such a great performance and he was actually not acting with Marlon Brando even though their characters were obviously interacting oh. and having this heartfelt moment. So all that to say, mm. Eric, it's a interesting piece of trivia no matter what the actual what it actually looked like because i mean that's what when movies are edited well and do a good job with that kind of stuff you you, you can't tell like psycho like like on the waterfront or when you have these child labor laws and you have to work around it if you aren't noticing it being really clunky and and strange then yeah you know good good job to the directing and the editing and the acting and all that when when you when it doesn't when it doesn't come across as forced and clunky so um, I, that is interesting Go ahead, Eric. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the van being sh- the van scene being shot in reverse. Obviously, oh, yeah. one of our favorite scenes growing up of the ah face. <laughs> um, there was a bunch of who could have played which roles, so I only included uh, one because this would have legitimately taken my score from it's going to be a high score to probably a D or an F. But John oh, wow. Lovitz almost played one of the burglars. I don't think I'd watch yeah. the movie, honestly, if he was one of them. I I, I can't handle him. I just, he's... She's talking uh, at Blue Street now, Jack. Thinking about, <laughs> uh, just thinking about him being in that movie, I it would have done so much worse for sure, too. Like, that just, I, that was almost every time we bring up so-and-so could have played it, they made the right call, obviously. But this one, like, I hope they weren't actually seriously considering him, but... I saw uh, his name up. I had never seen that one before. I feel like we'd seen De Niro maybe for one of the burglars. I feel like we'd seen other names for. What about Daniel Stern? Were there especially. any? Were there any other like kind of tall, goofy, you know, substitutes? Because uh, I have someone in mind that I think that could have done a good job. I don't remember. Again, I kind of skimmed through those because that's not always. I don't generally find that that interesting. I'm like, okay. Oh, well, I, I, feel, I, I often I often so, do that once. So sorry, but um, I, it, it it has to be the right one. Like when I saw that one, it stood out to me. I'm like John Lovitz, that guy shouldn't be getting a part over anybody. Honestly, <laughs> it's, he's the bottom of the barrel. But I feel like Christopher, um, Lloyd, Christopher one, Lloyd could have been. I think he could have done possibly Daniel Stern. I think Daniel Stern did a great job. I was trying to think of someone that could possibly was Christopher be, Lloyd considered because I was I genuinely no, no, I was randomly, no, I just it, randomly. No, I, I thought about him too. I just didn't yeah, jump in. Lloyd is a good answer. He would have been. He would have been probably. He could have carried it, but Daniel Stern. I, I thought Stern. I thought he nailed it. But no, he Christopher did. Lloyd uh, was. Or, he was because yeah. Christopher Lloyd was super dark and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but then he was also so likable and. Back to the future. I mean, yeah, I think he. Dennis the Menace. He was creepy. I mean, him. I was about to say he's creepy. How can I, I, I think I knew that was that him for the longest time. Cinematic He was so creepy in that. The, um, the last one beans, was more so. just a. Again, this is probably not a real thing, but it was like a conspiracy, like how they always try to connect movies to <laughs> like timelines. That Kevin grew up to be Jigsaw on the Saw movies. I thought that was kind of. <sighs> yeah. Only because of the. I, I think that's fact. Crazy contraptions. Yeah. That's canon. Yeah, 14, 14 years later, 15 years later, he becomes an older man. <laughs> he becomes the way older man. Yeah, hey, don't worry well, about yeah, well, yeah. Fat, <laughs> what like, we did. What we did, here, they, kept, they kept forgetting him year after year, and it just finally got to him. So he aged very quickly. It's true. Um, Building all those psychotic contraptions and stuff ages you. That's, well, that's I mean, and at the rate knowledge. they were going, they weren't learning their lesson. I mean, the mom, the, the his mom was being pretty difficult to all oh, these people, have... considering she's the one that that left her child, but Hey, get up. off the phone. Hey, make have, everyone go out of their way for me, even though I'm on the one that I have put, no, I have plenty of notes on that coming up. So, but that's all I have for, um, behind the scenes. 
What you, well, uh, since you, start, since you touched start on notes, since you I started last this, time with the, yeah, I can, well, if you don't mind, this, this will be kind of want. a notice, one, a notice wandering as I now call it, but also y'all <laughs> probably knew this already, but the kid that comes over that was like, bring me back something French. Mm -hmm. He uh, auditioned for him as like, I think like the last one, the last kid competing with McCulkin. And so <laughs> even though we didn't get the lead role, his his uh, consolation was getting that speaking part coming he over. And, like, very important to the part of the movie. Was that the kid from he, Overboard? He played a big role. He had a very Who? distinctive voice. And when one of the kids from Overboard... Um, the one that gets oh, like, he was. Well, yeah, I guess was. they all he get, was. yeah, yeah. I was like, I was about to look it up. I was like, he's gotta be. I said it. He was I th the youngest I think he, one. He, he would have been fine. That wouldn't talk. I think he was a, a Macaulay Culkin. Obviously, talk. you can't think of Home Alone without him. But like that, that kid is was a good actor. He probably would have been. The movie probably still would have been a hit. He would have done a good job. Yeah. Right, but again, that's a decent consolation prize. Like that whole yeah, change, a, the whole plot a, changes with him not being there. So it was a it was a memorable role. Yeah, but um. But I yeah. thought that was pretty interesting. Okay, whoever wants to go first, go ahead with the. I miss your pick, Brad. I can so start. You... Okay. Or yeah, Brad, go ahead. I don't care. I have a lot, so maybe I don't need to go first. <laughs> and I probably have those. I don't. Have, I don't have a ton of anything, so I don't care. I can go. Then you go ahead and knock. Just go out. first. I'll, I'll go second. Okay, and we'll finish with. Uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting. There was there was two different references to to shaving in France. Did y'all notice that? They um. I got the first one. Yeah, the pits one. Obviously, they say the French babes shave oh. their pits, and they're like, ah, oh, some of them. But they also uh, the mom and da Kevin's mom and dad are talking, and they're like, and they're like, hey, did you ever find that voltage thing? How am I supposed to shave in France? Grow a goatee. Uh, this wasn't uh, to me. It wasn't super interesting. I just thought it was a little bit odd that at two different points they mentioned shaving in France. It was just a very obscure thing to talk about two different times. Um. And there was yeah. okay. I, I felt like I should have seen more of these, but I thought it was kind of interesting that the dad helps Kevin out with one of his traps. Did y'all pick up on which one he, he helps with? Oh, I won't man. like. I won't just leave you no, hanging. No, that's, no, that's, that's a good awkward. question because I've not. I just. Know, I, I feel. I think the tar gets mentioned too, but I could be wrong. But early in the oh. movie, the early in the movie, dad says. The dad says, "Hey, Kevin, you, uh, if you want if you want something to do, why don't you go pick up all those micro machines you left out? One of the one of the ants almost slipped and one of the ants slipped and almost broke yeah. her neck, and so obviously Kevin remembers that and puts out all the micro machines and 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 has oh, the no. wet bandits slip on them. So I feel no. like I feel like there was maybe another instance or two. I think there's something about the tar that he uses getting, but I didn't go back and I didn't want to go back. He and was, try to like he find was that late one to something and he was in the garage messing with." Tar or paint? Yes, I know. It, right, yes, right. You're right. Yeah, you're, uh, but yeah, like there were there were some there were some right. good foreshadowing. But he specifically tells Kevin to go pick up his micro machines because somebody had already slipped and almost broken their neck, and then obviously he uses that later. So I thought that was I like that. I thought that was a pretty fun reference that Kevin's like, oh yeah, uh, I, I was, don't even remember I that scene. Um, it, it's, it's, quick, it's in passing when he's this? in the room. Is is in uh, passing? It doesn't show quick, the early I don't on. Have this. I didn't have this in my notions and wonderings, but I did want to point this out because I'm guessing neither of you will have this. Interesting that they are clearly filthy rich family, and yet he's got the off-brand Hot Wheels. Kind of strange to me. Oh, did I wonder if they just couldn't get the rights to it or something. Did it have anything labeled on it, or were they just labelless? Like, did it actually? But have, the, Micro like... Machines is another brand, and it's like the less. Oh, brand. that's what Brad's talking about when he said Micro Machines. I had no idea what we we're talking yeah. about. Oh, you're talking about the. Oh okay. yeah, and, and Austin, it, oh, it doesn't. I didn't it know doesn't what, show. Oh. It doesn't show them early on. He just when Kevin's like. When, I've never heard like that the, phrase it's like, before. It's like at the machine. very. It's like the very beginning. They're in the upstairs, and like Kevin's either sitting on the bed or something, talking to his mom and dad. It's like really early. It's when it's when they mentioned the shaving, and he's asking about the voltage adapter. 
No, I was, when you're when you're saying micro machines, I was picturing just little toys. I wasn't picturing little cars. I didn't know that's what you're talking about. Okay, so oh okay. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah, they're like an the off-brand. Other, the other ones are pro the other again. I'll I'll say because the other maybe he got them sure. from Frank. Uncle Frank gave it to him or something. Probably it, yeah. it could it could have been it could have been. Uh, I just noticed this was a very dark line at one point. Joe Pesci says, "I'll rip off, I'll rip off your cojones and burn them in motor oil." I noticed that this time too. Yeah, they, they make a lot of. Very dark. Well, uh, well he says I'm going to kill him a few too. times. Yeah, like, he yeah. he, do, he does. That is a specific line talking about yeah. ripping yeah. off his yeah. private parts and burning them. Like that is, I mean, because you're right. When people say I'll kill you, of course that's dark. This is specifically yeah, yeah. talking about mutilation <laughs> of uh, mutilating yeah. a child and burning yeah. his genitalia. Like, that's, that's that's rough. That's rough. That's dark. Um, and then we obviously always <laughs> talk about this, but like. Every time I watch it, I'm like, was it really eight o'clock in the morning? Fifteen people are in that yeah, house. The no power one. goes out. I'm like, our power could go out and, and our our kids mm. gonna wake up at seven o'clock at the latest. Yep. So I just find it hard to believe. Yep. I just why didn't they make it six o'clock when, when the car when the yeah, car yeah. rental service arrives? Why yep. do you make it eight? I just it's such make a it hard thing same. to it's hard to believe that fifteen people sleep in to eight like they still make it it's fine whatever but like they're that reliant on an alarm at eight o'clock is crazy just make it five or six i don't know whenever i see eight yeah. o'clock i'm like come on man that's just that's hard to believe it's too many of them somebody yeah. would wake up and pee and check a watch or something or be like wait a second it's getting light outside it just i, I just it was a strange thing to do to make it that time but anyway that's all i had oh okay um, I guess we'll finish with Eric because Eric said he had the most. Um, I said, I kind of felt like they, I, I get why they did the whole, oh, Kevin, you're so helpless. But I didn't notice that as a kid is that they really tried to establish him as like a really needy, dependent kid. He can't even pack his own suitcase or whatever. Um, but I felt like that seemed like a bit much of like a kid can't pack a suitcase. But even, even before he gets you know, these, uh, you know, notice notices that the bad guys are going to come uh, burglarize his house or everything, anything. He was still a pretty resourceful kid. I felt like for the most part, we're like, out of all the things, why make it, I don't know. It's felt weird that they chose, I can't pack a bag. And that seemed like a step too far. Like he needed his mom's help, but especially when he turns out to be some boy genius that can do the whole Michael Jordan, you know, mannequin scene and everything too. It's like, so he had that hidden inside of him, but he couldn't put clothes into a bag. But anyway, and the night before a big trip, I feel like he should have already been packed. But anyway, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And then I put the actually before I even asked you guys, I put the little overboard kid who asked a lot of questions actually mouths the line of the driver like he's listening to the driver. And the, when the driver says something like hit the road, kid, or something like that, you can see overboard kids say hit the road he's mouthing it and i just thought that was you know an interesting noticing for next time you watch it uh, is that he's clearly has the lines rehearsed so he's just saying them quietly to himself i mean it could be a coincidence but i watched it todd went back and watched that part again i was like no he's saying hit the road um it's like you're saying like the actor knew the line from the script and, and yes overboard like kid said his line and as the as the driver says hit the road at the overboard kid at the same time is saying hit the road because he knows oh. the lines sorry i did not explain that maybe no no, no you, you explained you explained it well i just wanted to make sure i understood i remember them 
noticing that like in uh like one of the first harry potters i think yeah emma, hermione or whatever uh, yeah. yes emma watson emma watson yeah. knew yeah. the lot like she i mean it was it was a compliment in a way she knew the lot she knew the script so well that she was like mouthing her uh co-stars lines but they're also like okay you, you you've got to stop doing that but yeah it's just funny with with some of the younger actors and she got a lot better anyway uh, eric, didn't you did you did you say something about harry potter right eric you had something to say no i got nothing okay. I wanted you to jump in if you had some thoughts about that. No, I was, I was joking. The popular, Eric, the I knew Eric didn't have anything to say. But, um, the, the Paris aunt, Eric and I already talked about this. But her name is Georgette. She says to Frank, Frank, those are for later when he's talking, when he has the shrimp cocktails, whatever it's called. Um, he's, yeah, she says that's for later. And he still continues to feed them to the kids. And you can see her in the background just kind of go like, okay but i never even noticed them in the background like i thought we never saw the paris side of the family or the parents in paris uh the aunt uncle um and the the elf the the woman or teenager i don't know but the, the elf that he talks to when he goes to see santa with the tic tacs and everything did did you did either one of you think that she looked like another 90s actor Linda Cardellini. Not uh, she, she. Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I know it's not her, but she gave off very much Cardellini vibes to me. And you're like thinking, her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Brad, Brad apparently Googled it. Yeah, I guess you don't remember her line, but yeah, he, she's the one that like is locking up when he says, "Is Santa here or whatever?" Um, and no, no, I, I was, I honestly, I wasn't googling that. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to cheat and Google that. I was looking up something else that I meant to oh, mention okay. that I'll wait till the end. No, no, okay. I'll, 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 I would tell you if I was cheating and googling something. No, it's not really cheating. No, I, I wasn't calling you out for cheating. I just thought you might have been like, I don't have a face to the this the character here. So I'm gonna look up. <laughs> no, no, no. And I knew you were talking about, but no, she. No, um, I thought she gave off Cardellini vibes, but um, and then uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Kate, uh, uh, Catherine O'Hara, Mrs. Uh, McAllister. Uh, I know she could not have known this at the time, but if she if she had just waited and gone on the flight with everyone else she would have gotten there what 10 seconds later so all that that I whole, know. That whole side story that whole too. side story saved her 15 seconds it gave her a one-on-one -on -one with her son they at least kind of referenced that so it's not like a like he even says yeah. that flight you didn't want to yeah. take like he kind yeah, of gives yeah. a little all, although work. but yes it was although, funny that they show up immediately after that although yeah. i will say i've noticed that before However, in her defense a little bit, obviously she doesn't get any defense of leaving her son behind. Once once that's already been done, she's at the airport. I'm sure she just like – she couldn't stand just sitting around. She just like wanted to be in motion trying to head back. So like no, she did the right her, thing. I would have done the same no, thing I, in that situation. Yeah, I get why she did it. I said she couldn't have known, but it was just funny that it wasn't like she got a whole day with them and they're waiting for the rest of him. Like it made sense for the movie to have everyone come in and everything but it was just like oh all that and yeah she she thought maybe she would get their way ahead of them and yeah you as a parent already making a mistake like leaving your child behind um you would want you wouldn't want to sit around you want to feel proactive so she made the right choice it was just like it didn't really give her any advantage besides getting to meet john candy's character and uh, that was a funny scene but and then my wanderings um uh did, did anyone remember how much the McAllisters owed for the pizza I feel like Brad usually remembers this stuff, but oh, I mean, I know Eric, it was. You know, I was like one twelve or one one twelve fifty or one twelve. Eric, Eric is one twelve or oh, one twenty-two. Oh, oh no, well, Brad had two. I don't remember the yeah. sense, but it was, it was twelve one. pizzas. That, like oh, because they said it was twelve, something. twelve each. Because I remember thinking that's so expensive. Like yeah. you can get a five-dollar pizza now. Like nineteen ninety. 
And how was it that no was discount for buying in bulk? So, yeah. Uh, uh, it was a hundred it was hundred twenty Michael Scott ordered from <laughs> No, I said 112, then I was like, no, I'm confusing it because it was twelve dollars, twelve dollars each. It was um one twenty two ten bucks each, but still plus so those twelve uh, pizzas. It was twelve, yeah, ten bucks each for twelve pizzas. Oh no, you're right. Wow, I'm I'm messing yeah, yeah. everything up. Yeah, Eric is like, right tw- on that. Was part. Was two dollar difference, but yeah, it was one twenty two fifty um plus tip. Uh and about I don't remember how much and she they got. didn't give him a good tip. Wait, I thought she did because he I said thanks for did. the tip. He didn't say that sarcastic. He, I thought he said, said a nice tip, like sarcastic. No, I thought he always uh, said it. No, I thought he always said it genuinely. I think I it think, was no. genuine. He definitely came across sarcastic to me. He's like, nice tip. Yeah, no, because nice he I, uh, I think he meant it. I think he meant it. And by the way, this is another thing I'll say briefly, if you don't mind me jumping in, because this is quick that I read about. Did y'all did y'all notice? Have y'all seen the thing about like behind the scenes or like in the script? It was noted that. Uh, Mrs. McAllister is like a fashion designer and she's the one who makes uh, most of the money. That's why there's all the mannequins in the house and like in the attic. Uh, that's a, that's another, that's the wondering uh, that I'm about to have uh, was the one oh, was the mannequin. Dang it. I'm no, no, so, no, I'm no it's, it's okay. I mean, it's just like uh, Eric bringing up the, well, you answered uh, his wondering, I think. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like you're answering a wondering. You answered his wondering. So his uh, I should have should, waited though. I just, we had mentioned the Michael should've, Jordan should've, should've, party should've. and all that. Um, <laughs> how did, uh, <laughs> How did Kevin? This is obviously more rhetorical. You know, no one has to actually answer this, but uh, how did Kevin plan so meticulously with the traps, but couldn't plan, couldn't fit in five, 10 minutes for his delicious mac and cheese? Yeah, I know that's I like an ongoing question is like, dude, you could have been, you could have been eating while planning too. It's like you had to have a separate sit down yep. meal I with the, the, the candles yep. lit. Brad, you're going to follow up. I have a follow up to that. That's a great question. Why the beep did he take down? the party why would you if that worked just do it every night yeah at least i mean at some point they'll catch on but why would you get rid of that 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 certainly took a good bit of time uh when did they they hear the answering machine no i think they found out that he was home alone was that when they saw him almost hit him with the van he had the group at some point they realized he was home alone so i think they would have known it was fake it would have have delayed it a little bit but um I mean, huh. you're right. They might have been like, "What is this?" But then they probably just peek through and see that it's. I thought they realized, and he's all, and he's home. Like they realized at some point during their. Oh, snooping, did they hear that? Did they hear the answering machine? Is that alone. what it is? The answering oh, machine across the, the across did the street. Did he know says, that? No, you're right that he he. How did what, Kevin what's the know? Downside yeah, yeah, of, point still stands that he should have still continued. I mean, right. So, so okay, I see what you're saying. He, they found out, but like, wouldn't, wouldn't they still be confused? But he should have still tried. He tried, he tried and failed when he said, dad, you want to come up and help me? Very poor. Right. But, but if they saw what looked like a party, they still could have been confused. They still could have seen a party and been like, wait, that seems weird. They're they're saying there's no one there, but now it looks like a party. This is a little odd. Maybe we hit a different house. It just, it's, it seemed like a lot of work and he didn't know that they heard the answering machine. Yeah. I think he wanted to defend the house. I think he. Because he's jigsaw, like decided he wanted to prove that he could jigsaw, do it, kind yeah. of thing. Because he still seemed also, weird. He, he yeah. didn't want the cops to be involved. Like he he could have found many other ways other than doing what he did. That police he could have stayed. He could have stayed, could have stayed in the church. Can, well, we, we, we I, have, I, have, I have that as well that. too, Brad. I have that yeah, as well. I have okay, thoughts go, on that go too. Ahead, go ahead. I have yeah. thoughts on that too. But 
Brad, Brad deceivingly did not have a lot of noticing wonderings, but as uh, well, no, they're coming up. You're bringing <laughs> up good points. I know. Well, I, did, good, well, I didn't good wander. I wasn't wandering about stuff, but now I know another fairly. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, I know, I know this has been discussed, but why, why was the attic considered such a punishment? Cause it's a pretty sweet little place up in the attic to stay. And yeah, I thought maybe, I cause there, I, I, did anyone see a TV? Cause the I prize buzz like didn't want it to be his room. I was like, if there wasn't a TV, I could see them being bored up there. But uh, besides that, I'm like, that's a cool little area to have. Um, but uh, and then his interesting that Kevin's act of rebellion. I know this was the movie that they said that Uncle Frank or whatever said he couldn't watch. But it seems weird if you're 10 years old that you would choose like a black and white movie for like the movie that your parents won't let you watch. Um, maybe I don't know. It just felt like a strange choice to to choose uh angels with filthy souls or whatever i think for... it was just picking a rated r movie that he wasn't allowed to watch is my there's guess. no that wasn't rated r that was from like 1930 yeah there was there was no r back then okay. but um well it would have been a rated they weren't r gonna movie. they the weren't gonna show wasn't allowed nudity. to watch it was an adult it was a violent it probably uh had language like it was, he was picking no, it could have been like Scarface or something like you know, this is the like this is like the I'm, re I'm really sore at you because my dame ran off with some other guy like that no, was a, that no, was such an were, old they were cursing up a storm in that movie no way dude <laughs> yes they were that was that was like an old James shooting Cagney people movie, but like, a ton of violence just in a little bit we saw of it so I mean very violent and I feel like it's like me wanting to watch like and... Bonnie and Clyde like there's violence in Bonnie and Clyde but it's still Bonnie like an older Clyde is way more violent this was a movie from the 1930s I know you couldn't handle you couldn't handle that movie if you were eight years old well brad not handling is not saying Brad got he, scared of jumanji so you're brad definitely i'm a terrible example i'm i i i obviously would have i wouldn't have handled myself like kevin i wouldn't have been nearly as resilient this i'm a bad example what i'm saying is it says angels with filthy soul is parodying a movie from 1938 angels with dirty faces yeah so I knew, I, actually I, yeah, I knew that one i knew that it was parodying angels with dirty faces but that would be rated uh, r in today's okay 1930, eric, eric has been out voted on that one 1938 it's, i win I, I didn't say it was like i, 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 I didn't say it was an old movie but they no, still but definitely I, I, had language and probably nudity and probably no, not, absolutely what not. language absolutely. probably what drug language use they're probably doing no. drug use they might have implied some of that they might have they might have implied some scenes where a man and a woman had beep, but they're not going to show it, and they're not going to have. It was basically it. it was basically like Dennis Reynolds' movie. Is what I took from it. Show Back it. to the lab, um, and then but, uh, they're not going to show any of that stuff in a nineteen thirty. My other movie. wondering, they showed um, all, and they're going to show all of it. I mean, that um, would be quite a twist, but I, I don't see it happening. Um. The, yeah, the cop one that Brad was yeah interjecting, but uh, the cop could have easily said so identified himself rather than knocking two times and leaving. Uh, oh, oh knocked so, on the door. It's probably just a kid so playing a prank or whatever. It's like he could have said without like it coming off intimidating because you know that could be if you're like this is the police or whatever. But he could be like, is is Kevin home? This is the you know Chicago police. We're here to help you. you know whatever something. And like, you know, stand back in the yard a little bit. So if he's upstairs or whatever, he can see him rather than coming to yes. the door. Surprised Kevin things. didn't look out the window and see like a cop car or something. But remember, he was he was hiding under the he was hiding under the covers at the know. time. Oh, okay. right. But they, they should have they should have they should have driven the up. They should have driven up with the sirens on. And then yes. they should have obviously they, had they like did a, a horrible horn job, or something. Horrible I mean, like Kevin McAllister, your parents sent us over to check on you instead of him knocking. Because heck, when I if I'm at the house home alone as a grown up, I'm still like I don't the answer the door, the door now. Door. Yeah, no, 
Yeah. If it's if it's a delivery, they'll leave it and I'll go get it later. Like it, nobody answers the door, yep. and you're definitely not gonna do it when you're eight and you're by yeah. yourself. That was an awful job. Um, I only had two more things, uh, and then yeah, did they explain where they got the mannequins? And yeah, I didn't know there was a potential backstory that she. I was thinking like I was thinking there they do a good job of filling in a lot of the gaps of. Oh, they spill. I wonder if we've talked about this, but like when they spilled the milk, they spill the milk and they accidentally throw away one of the plane tickets when they're cleaning up. And that's why like little things like that, that no one, most people would not have cared and be like, wait a second, shouldn't there have been an extra ticket somewhere? Like, but they did a good job covering their bases. And it's just interesting that they never said anything about like, oh, hon, just move my, my mannequins for next week's fashion, whatever, you know, something very like, you know, fashion, uh, show or whatever the heck i'm trying to say but uh something where it could have <laughs> very very organic conversation like i just i, I like fashion hon move my mannequin show next week's lunch. fashion thing fashion that would have been some good exposition if they had done that hon uh, will you move my mannequins for next week's I mean, fashion if john, thing if john heard had said that john heard could have said that he could have been like oh that would have been like my, a mac my wife's type situation austin did you hear what eric said that would have been good Mac's for mac right. if mac was watching it he would have wanted to hear that mac over will you move my mannequins because i'm a fashion designer that's what yeah, i do yeah. for a living <laughs> um my last one was my only real kid versus an adult which I'm not going to go into the whole like who's in which family, but yeah, for the longest time, I just kind of was always like, they're all like, I knew he had siblings, but to me, it was always, those are just a bunch of cousins around him. Like, even though I, I knew some were siblings, but yeah, I, uh, I think I always assumed Buzz and Kevin were cousins. Like they just don't come off as brother and like brothers. Oh, I definitely brother. they were brothers. Well, I mean, no, I'm not saying not. I didn't know that until today. That was the easiest. That was one. that was probably the only one that was completely okay. spelled out and obvious that even Matt um, could have followed. But other than but that, it was kind of. Hard. I I didn't discover that today, but I said kid versus an adult. I always thought that. And I'm saying yeah, maybe you figured that out from the get go. But I was like the I'm main thing I remembered when I was a kid. When was, you were a kid, yeah. was man these brothers brother brother um, relationship between Buzz and Kevin. even when I was watching with my son when he was like four he's he's like can we watch that movie with kevin and his brother buzz <laughs> his brother um, with the spider uh eric it is your turn i am done <laughs> okay um oh i thought you were gonna go through like the whole family tree or something no i said i no i said um, i wasn't gonna go through the whole family he, tree, did, he doesn't said, know it he doesn't even know who buzz all right. is uh <laughs> true yeah <laughs> that's true he's his would be way off toy story um, a couple of these are again just me like random noticings that aren't that important or like vital to the story, but there's no way Buzz could have seen the old man from where he was standing in the room when oh, he was talking yeah. about the French babes. And then all of a sudden he like <laughs> looks, the, the, I think the curtains are closed pretty much all the way, but somehow he notices them from the other side of the room at the wrong angle, like impossible to see him, but somehow he did. So I call BS on that. Oh, could um, he hear him maybe, or was it just a, a mistake? No. Maybe I'm not arguing. The guy, I'm quiet. The guy sneaks up on everybody. He's quiet. Because I have more on him well, later. He slams his hands um, on things. He's not. You know. Yeah, when Kevin's um, trying to buy the ADA approved approved toothbrush, that's the worst because he just slams when, his uh, hand down. <laughs> when when Mr. McAllister's trying to, I always assumed he was trying to kind of calm her down when she's like listing off things they might have forgotten, and he says the garage doors being uh, yeah. left open, they were actually left open. And also, if you go back and look at it, look at it for real. I don't know if there's like a side door, but the there's inches maybe centimeters between the car and the walls i don't know how a human being gets into that garage the cars are so tight in there that i i really had to rewind it i'm like how do you get in there you cannot get to that car unless there's like another entrance on the back end but i just also just thought it was interesting that he was actually telling the truth about oh we did leave those open 
Probably not a good idea to leave those open. Um, Maybe, but it makes it makes them look some... like somebody's home, though. At least, like for the burglars, I feel yeah, like back true. then, people like we usually only. I feel like growing up, like and uh, they. I feel like we usually only shut the garage door when we were. I mean, I guess at night, but yeah, night or when we were gone, like during the day, it was usually we were, open. Oh yeah, you're right. Ours was, was ours was, it was open. Like it was right. open except for when we we're gone or when we were going to sleep. That was pretty much it, I think. So anyway, go ahead. Eric. Um, so this is not a hot take. This is pretty much anybody would say this, but Uncle Frank, Uncle Frank is really the true villain of this movie. He's just an <laughs> unbelievable scumbag of a human. Yeah. But I'll go beyond that. This this is going to sound like I'm taking a shot at this movie by saying it seems like it was written by a kid, not because of a bad thing, but just every adult in this movie is horrible, horrible. Other than uh, Gus Polanski, and even he's kind of annoying, but every other adult in this movie is like horrible. Just I, I can't yeah, stand them. Gus, Gus, left, oh, Gus left his kid. Yeah, Gus left his kid at a few. Well, that's true. So that's what I'm saying. So Gus is probably the most likable, but every other adult in this movie is. The, every cop in that precinct, like, I miss it. Like, you should be taking this way more seriously. And you're like annoyed at this woman for caring about her son, doing a bad job going to the house and knocking on the door. The guy, the Kramer guy saying, Let me get this straight. You want me to go and check on your. Yeah, that's not oh. a crazy request. Why are you acting yeah. like that's a crazy uh-huh. request? Are you talking to go about, on my talking about Officer Balzac? Sure. Is that really his name? Yeah, that's, that's actually what it says. Really it has his name. his name tag on the desk. What? Yeah, it's I'm spelled. Not, it's spelled I can't remember how it's spelled, but yeah, I forgot about that. But okay, well, we'll, we'll, to, we'll have to put an all, explicit. All the family members, now, the way they all treat. No, because I'm Kevin, saying the character's name. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Eric. All the adults, the way they treat Kevin, like Kevin asked for a lot of it, but when it's so clearly not all his fault, and yeah. Frank calling him a little jerk to his face, and the aunt yeah. giving him the like. Every single adult and just horrible people. Like I, I cannot stand them. Not to mention what happens in two that you can even remotely let this happen again. But just, it's almost like it's from a kid's perspective. I'm like, oh, all adults are bad, so we're gonna make every adult in here oh, like horrible, a, uh, not responsible uh, people. Like an unreliable narrator, almost like Kevin's. Re- kind uh, of, yeah. It's almost like being told from. Yeah, yeah. No, I got gotcha. the, the view of that's the kids. That's what it like, feels all like. All the sometimes. adults are very irresponsible. It's like the Sandlot, like how it's. Uh, okay, yeah. Over things are overblown because it's being told from a kid's perspective. Right. The, the dog, the dog is like the dog is massive, and you can yeah. get away with that because it's kids telling the story, so they're going to make no, the that dog makes, massive. That makes sense. So maybe old anyways, man Marley didn't really slam his hand. Maybe he just walked in and like bumped into the desk on so, accident and thought it was yeah. I don't know. Yeah. On that note, he uh, turned out to be a nice guy, but what a creep, man! You snuck up on Kevin once or twice, really once, slamming your hand down at the counter, but then sneaking up on him in the park or outside wherever they were the first time they see him like why are you not oh, saying yeah. something as you're walking and up he knows his reputation really too he's him. like he's like i'm not as scary yeah. as people think but then yeah and you are kind of a kind of a creepy looking old man walking up to an eight-year-old like a little judge make your presence but... known man but okay you're an adult you're yeah. an adult walking up to an eight-year-old make your presence known don't plus he has that creepy theme around. music that's always playing whenever he's there so that doesn't <laughs> help either yeah all right good point good i'll try point, to speed through some of these um they actually kind of corrected this, even though I had this written down, but I had a note that since they're posing as plumbers in their van, that they should just be doing all the robbing of the houses in the middle of the day because nobody's going to question a plumber's van at somebody's house. They yeah. ended up doing that the next day, but a lot of it was at night. But then when they when they flooded that house, they were doing it during the day. So they kind of, yeah. kind of did take my advice on that one. <laughs> 
Uh, where am I at here? I never noticed. I was curious. I guess this would be a, maybe a kid versus adult thing. I don't know if he did it with the pizza guy, but he definitely did it for uh, um, Marv. That not only did he have the TV playing, but he had two massive speakers right next to them. So that's what amplified the sound. I don't think I ever noticed did that. Not, I did not notice that. I always thought he was just, I'm like, there's no way it's going to sound like a TV playing. But they yeah. were like humongous speakers. Hmm. So it kind of made it a little more realistic. Um, that it, maybe, maybe Mrs. McAllister needed that for the fashion thing. Yeah, maybe. fashion show. What about what about in the second one when he convinced an entire floor of a hotel that there was gunshots being fired? I don't want to go off on two rants right now. <laughs> we don't have time for me to go off on rants on that movie. <laughs> um. Every, okay, so then I had Austin. You mentioned the mom getting there just before everybody else. Yeah. And then the, really the only other thing I wanted to have as kind of a discussion was uh, your thoughts on best or worst traps that he did or most painful, least painful or realistic, unrealistic. Just, I guess any, any sort of way you wanted to go on some of the, the traps that he made. Um, I would start with, yeah, go ahead. unless you have a, unless I'm missing something, I do not understand the, uh, the not saran wrap. I guess saran wrap, and then the feathers. That I don't know yeah, what that uh, did. Did nothing. It, it mildly annoys him and, I was delay, like just, and delays him yeah. for ten seconds. It, it made him more angry. Like that does absolutely nothing. Um, I feel like the nail is an underrated one. Of like maybe doesn't get talked about as much. I feel like most people think of the paint cans as probably the most probably the most iconic trap. I would say that's what most people think of as the the swinging paint cans. Oh, oh gotcha. But, um. I think the nail, the nail's a good one. You know, he doesn't really step on it that much. I mean, it's obviously he steps on it enough to to break skin and scream, but he doesn't like stomp like if you stomp like he did on the ornaments, he stomps on those ornaments. (laughs) Um, Whenever he, yeah, he does it again after he knows he's there. Like, dude, just take a step onto the carpet. Um, Don't step. Not only not. It's not only that he obviously came up with all these traps, but the fact that they actually followed his. Like he had a, a plan for he's gonna have to do this and lose his shoe so he can step on the nail. And then he's gonna oh, walk yeah. around to this I open window and then not look and slam his feet down on these ornaments. Like he he they're following his plan to a T. I'll give them credit or they're just that stupid or something. But or it was similar to like horror movies too. where it's gotta all go perfectly. But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll just jump in and agree. I don't know the why saran, the saran so, wrap and the feather was kind of stupid. It, it just led to the funny possible, line of why are you dressed like a chicken? Oh yeah. It was pretty dumb. A possible hole. And maybe, maybe the timeline is not in the, within the movie timeline. Um, I'm forgetting. Why am I forgetting? Uh, not Marv. Why am I forgetting? uh, Harry and Harry. Harry. When Harry gets mad and just runs through the door, finally, then Marv comes back out and passes that same door and goes around to the window. I feel like he should, why would you not just try that door? Again, they might not have timed out in in real time. Maybe Harry hadn't done that part yet. I don't know, but still, he did pass a perfectly oh, fine door that they delivered the pizza. I to. see what you mean. Why not try that door first? You, you could argue. I got you. That you could argue that they're showing. We're going to show Marv start. That we're going to show. They Harry might show start. multiple it, things it, happen it to could, each of them, and they be might be that, happening at the same time. It could have been a mistake. And again, it wasn't. It, it wasn't like wide open, and he walked past it. He, I think, he slammed it and shut it as he walked in. Gotcha. But I'm just, it seems like Marv would have tried another door to see if it's unlocked and maybe he thought, I don't know. 
because he hadn't been burned. Well, by I thought the there was another trap there, like, but also if you've yeah. seen open window, you should probably be thinking there's a trap involved with the open window. But hmm. I'm trying to think of I'm what smarter than them. I think as a kid, I would have chosen yours as well, and like the the probably the nail stepping on the nail because him being electrocuted was the second one, right? That was the second That's one. Two. Yeah, I was like, I sorry, I did. We watch can get into back. unrealistic ones that they're all um, in, they're in two though. They die. I mean, as, mu- as much as I liked all the traps, I thought them them starting the clock like them trying to justify climbing out onto a rope was one of the worst yeah i oh decisions. that was I'm sorry like, i'm glad you brought that up i'm, I'm like you really you really don't Continue think you can like you really can't go you can't walk through a house safely knowing that there's traps there versus i'm going to go out onto a rope yeah. way above the ground yeah. when the, and follow a kid who's already outsmarted me like dude that yeah. was even for i them, had that, that note really as well stupid I a I don't understand the zip. I don't know what his thought process was on the zip line. I didn't understand it at all. It worked out well because they were dumb. But what? Why did you need to do that? Like I don't understand why he was trying to lure them up. You should be. He was doing the classic horror movie mistakes of going up instead of out. And then you go up, ride the zip line, knowing that they're gonna scale it by hand like that. Just <laughs> so much of that could have gone wrong. It didn't make sense to me at all. I don't understand why he did that. I really don't understand why he. Again, it's like he didn't want the cops to be involved at all. So he calls the cops, gives them the neighbor's address, and then goes over there. Why not just call the cops and have them come to your actual house? Like that's yeah. where I don't I don't understand his thought process a lot. It's like he didn't want the cops to to be or know that he was home alone, is my guess. But why wouldn't you want that? Then they could protect you or bring you to the station I, I could, and you stay there until you Yeah, if you're if you're just, trying to if you're trying to argue for what he was doing, you could say he's gonna escape through there and just get ahead of them and they're either going to go back through the house slowly or follow him which would take forever and then by the time he gets to the neighbor's house the cops will be at the neighbor's house but i, I still agree with you just for the record but i could see the if i could they, at least see the logic of saying i'm at the neighbor's house and then you go over there but you're right why not just say you're at your own house but you, then you have to fend them off in the same place that you already are versus like making yeah. a run for it yeah, I they, mean, it's not. Great, if they were smart, I which I, maybe he just knew they weren't smart at this time, he does the zip line. They run down like a normal pace of human beings. He's having to go down steps of a um, treehouse. They could probably be down there waiting for him. Like he could have been trapped in that treehouse if they had actually just run back down right. outside the normal right. way. Like he could have screwed himself by doing that. Like it just, it, Everything else, I feel like he kind of, I get why he was doing it. The, the zip line into the treehouse never made sense to me. No, you're you're still getting a little bit ahead of them where you can maybe hide at the neighbor's house. I mean, that's a, that's about maybe it. though. But again, if they uh, see I know, him, I know. Oh, he did zip line. He's still on the zip line, and they're already running down. He gets off the zip line, has to go down like a rope or a like steps on a on the tree. Like it's not going to be as easy as going down actual stairs in a house. They could be meeting him while he's still getting down there, and then all of a sudden they're even with him again. I don't know. I, I think I think what we what we can really chalk up his plan not being great is he didn't get that nutritious mac and cheese that he was hoping to eat because he didn't mm. he was doing this not only as he ate but he's doing it on an empty stomach because he had a glass I mean granted it would have been beef milk so it would have been shit for him but he did have a glass of milk mm. and 
big and micro- strong, ready to and microwavable off. mac and cheese ready. And so he's 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 probably he was probably really hungry at that point. So he wasn't thinking straight. So even though his plan wasn't great at the end, it was still good enough to, un- you know, fortunately for him, outwit the stupid wet bandits. But yeah, it was it was going really well for a while. But, but then, like, he almost gets caught. The tarantula, thank goodness, Buzz's tarantula shows up. So he he was he was definitely kind of winging it, you know, by the end. But yeah, that's true too. He almost got caught right there. Just that that little trip uh, wire. Other than that, Marva's inches away from grabbing him, and he's done right there. Yeah, that tarantula's yeah. not there. He's done. He didn't plan for that. Well, and he, he also got, got lucky that Harry and Marv, rather than just like trying to like scoop the tarantula or just like flick it, they spend yeah. like a minute, yeah. you know, trying to True. Yeah. hit it hit True. it with a crowbar. So yeah, he 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 was he was fortunate that they were uh, an unwise. He, he lucked out on them being not the smartest people. But that's yes. all I have. If we want to go into theme, yeah, the, theme or message, I either put the McAllisters should not have had that many kids, or just the McAllisters should not have had kids. Um, but they have five kids and True. don't seem to have their act together, at least in these two movies. But uh, but the serious one, I guess, is like the importance of family is like the, the easy one. But exactly. that's exactly word for word what I had. The importance of family. OK, Where my theme. It, I also my. Oh, sorry. My, no, go ahead. Eric. A theme. No, go ahead. My theme is count your blessings. Oh, it's also good. Get it, also, Eric? Like I a, a second. Do you get it, Eric? Like a pun? No. Man, I don't get it either. Count, count your count blessings, because if they it. had counted everybody right, they wouldn't have left Kevin uh, alone. No, I mean, they. I mean, I'll cut that. <laughs> um, I mean, she, 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 she counted. Like, she counted correctly, though. It works on multiple levels, because like count your blessings, because like they're important, but also like if count, they had counted, count right, they wouldn't faces have left and there. not don't count a beanie. You know, make well, sure that just doesn't that doesn't sound quite as good as count your blessings. You know, uh, count your blessings is already bad. So I just wanted Eric um, to roll the, his eyes. The second one that I had that's much better than count your blessings was <laughs> never too old. It's never too old to be afraid, which I think Marley says or Kevin says to Marley. I don't remember, but it's, no, he says you can be you can be too old for many things, but you're never too old to be afraid. Um, Marley says it right. Yeah, yeah, Marley says it. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Um. Okay. Um, so that's all I have for that. Uh, my first quote was from, I have a couple of John Candy. I only, I only have three, um, but I wanted to make sure I get this one before someone else says if they did. But after he talks about his son being left in the, the funeral parlor or whatever, he's like, you know, after six, seven weeks, he, he came around. Yeah, he, he started talking again. And I always thought that was a really <laughs> funny way of uh, phrasing <laughs> phrasing his trauma. Yeah. I didn't like, actually have any John Candies. Oh, okay. That's uh, we're doing round table, so someone can bounce in. I only have two more. We haven't been to a funeral home in years. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have that many either. I put. Um, the Santa Claus have to go through customs. I heard that on the. It was Pretty at good. the t- kitchen table, right? Uh, it was either Fuller was, or was, this. I think this. I think one of the uh, girls says it, but I thought that was a pretty good one. Such an interesting name for a kid back in 1990, Fuller. Like, um, yeah. anyway, go ahead. I had um, have a good trip. Bring me back something French. Always oh, thought yeah. that was funny. I always gets a chuckle. Yep. Um, <clears throat> this one I thought was funny because she, the I can't remember which who she was. I think she was the daughter of Georgette and the Parisian aunt and uncle. But she's like Buzz. 
don't be a moron whenever he's doing the whenever he's, <laughs> when he's trying to mess up her accounting because I feel like she's not trying to be funny but her annoyance seems like the way we would have been it, if we were like annoyed yes. with our cousin it was just like she she you can tell she's been with Buzz a lot more than just trying to like get a one like a zinger in or something she was just like that oh. that was a I enjoyed that too because of course she's counting in Buzz like 12 92 26 like doing the very predictable sibling or cousin thing of like trying to like dude come on yeah, you could also was just, blame Buzz for Kevin being left home. I feel like that's another sister. No, not according to the family tree that I see uh, online. Is she? She's not a I sister. Think the, I think the sister is the one that says you're what the French call les incompetents. I think it was then, two sisters and, then, and Buzz and Kevin. I'm pretty sure. I think you're wrong, Eric. There's a family portrait in the movie. Yeah, I, I'm it's, not going to yeah, argue. I, that. I, I do sure. feel like it's always more, right now, Eric. Eric, Eric might be right. There's more. There's He's more wrong. than I think. No, I just looked at. I just looked at. Pretty sure you guys are wrong. No, the one that did the the one that's doing the head count is from a different family. I got some loud typing going on. Okay, well well then, there's still. I think I'm still right on how big the family is, which I am. Yeah, well, well, we weren't debating how big the family. There's two sisters. There's there's two sisters. Megan, Lenny, Jeff, and Kevin. Two sisters, three boys. There's five kids total. Jeff cannot be a brother. The redhead. Either of them ended up with a ginger kid. Yeah. What what. Catherine O'Hara? Whoa, whoa, whoa. She has red hair. Oh, wait, is she? oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara clearly has red hair. Um, okay, okay. It looks brunette kind of. A red-headed individual, Eric. Um, Catherine O'Hara was named no. like Time Magazine's most famous red-headed actress of all time. Yeah, this is funny <laughs> that you said that. I'm like, yeah, anyway, it's like, yeah, she clearly has okay, red hair. Okay, okay, I forgot. Um, I think of her, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I think of her more from Shit's You did now, watch so. the movie recently, or? Um, I, I wasn't looking at her hair. She's so, so it's very it's like clearly bred, but uh, red, her but, name is even okay, Catherine okay. O'Hara. Like I was wrong about that. I was correct okay, on them bread. being a big family. I know, that was pretty. I'm sorry. It's like was... five, five, and four. Like two, five, two kids. It, so there's two kids with five. There's two two uh, families that have five kids. Because in the sequel, they say they have. They talk about the two families. They say we have seven. You have seven. And then they say fourteen just to do the math for us. But yeah, the, you can look up the family tree. The one that's doing the head count is her parents are in Paris, and that's who they're. I was wrong to. about that part, but there was an older sister. I just mixed uh, the two th- up. We weren't. That wasn't the debate. Yeah, we knew that there was an older sister. There was two. No, we're acting like the you're such a disease or uh, you're Le, like French, French say oh. yes. Thank you. You're acting like <laughs> we should have let Eric do it. Eric, do the French accent. Do it. I could not do it. No. Like, Eric was trying to do his Fargo accent earlier and went into freaking yeah, Irish I, I or something. Can't do that. I'm not gonna uh, I, I thought he was playing Fargo in the background. It was spot on. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah. Um, I have another I candy quote. I, yeah, I feel like well, we I feel like we don't have enough to really need to snake it around or anything. We'll just kind of bounce to different people. But um, whenever she says, whenever she's in the you know the polka van and she's like, "Can we change the subject?" And he was this kind of mumble. He's like. Hey, you're, you brought it up. I was just trying to cheer you up. I thought it was just funny how he said that um, to Catherine O'Hara, the redheaded actor. Um, go ahead. That's my. That's all uh, I have. I kind of combined oh. a couple of different things that that uh, Daniel know. Stern said, but when he said snakes, snake, he, he sounded like a snake. Oh yeah, that was always funny. I remember <laughs> laughing at as a kid. Um, uh, Eric, um, I, I. I send this GIF often because you can include, you can like replace the picture, but buzz your girlfriend wolf. I have to include that one because I send it all the time. Um, 
I mentioned this one already. Not a, This is not a good or a funny quote. It's a bad quote. But just the, you want us to go to your house to check on them? Like, like it was asking, they were acting like she was asking for some just unrealistic, like crazy things. And then what they call her? Uh, they said so-and-so. Hyper. They said, hi they said hyper. 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 Yeah. hyper. Yeah. yeah, she's hyper. Her kid is home alone. Like, stop acting like she's... Freaking out right. it would it would have been it would have been fine crazy. if they had been judge they could have been judgmental about what she did like, yeah they could have been like and didn't realize your yeah, son was you got on a flight you. and didn't realize your parent was there and then they could have been like incompetent parent lying too sure fine well, great. She, and, and, and apparently uh, but just judging her for panicking about her son being missing that would have that was that was okay well clearly the chicago chicago police didn't have a lot to do anyway because they were going to chase a kid around a park over a toothbrush too so they clearly were looking they were itching they were oh, itching yeah. for any action i was like as a kid you didn't think much of it because like yeah he's shoplifter well that like, might have been that might have been a different cop or a different precinct or something because that guy was gung-ho oh toothbrush how dare you yeah no, i was like kid come home? On, nah, who cares about that <laughs> yeah but that two dollar right. toothbrush let me let me catch that guy <laughs> eric you're the only Brandon, one with quotes left i think I thought Brad. Had uh, I have oh. one more. I think. Oh, you oh, can go okay. ahead. No, I'm done. Awesome. I thought, I was trying to end things. I know. I um, this Brad one again was wasn't really a funny quote. I just put the "This is it. Don't get scared now." Kind of. I don't know oh, if it's okay. an iconic quote or not, but just the start of the the big scene. Yeah. Uh, Brad, did you have any more? Or you want me to go? We'll do my last. I one. have three more, but they're all short. Okay. I put whoa, whoa. I did put whoa. Yeah, I, knew, I knew somebody. I thought Eric was kind of talked so. about that before. I have a better one that well, unless Brad has it. Brad might have this one, but I want go you ahead. to go. I'll, I'll say one more, then I'll save one for last. I also put mommies because I like the way he says that. Oh, when he's oh, when they're okay. talking that about that, and he just repeats yeah, yeah, yeah. mommies. And then I've got I one more, but I'll let you go first. Somehow on it. that small little trash can, I just put <laughs> yes. I, I put all the fake cursing that Harry does under his breath, all the, yeah, the, the mumbling that he does that's supposed to be like his way of cursing. Yeah. Shooting good fellows. Yeah, exactly. So that was all I had. The last one I have was I, I had I his name when, right there and I couldn't I, remember it. I love when Kevin's walking back after the dental incident and he just goes, I'm a criminal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty he's good. So, he's, he's so like guilt ridden over it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and is the, and is the, like, why were they, my goodness, like, you, you're not supposed to chase somebody out of a store anyway, but like, there was a 50 cent toothbrush. Like, get over it yeah. yourself. Yeah. Plus, it wasn't it was even ADA approved. If it was an ADA approved true. toothbrush, chase after him, but it wasn't, they couldn't even. Well, if the, if the, if the, if the pharmacy had known their stuff, if it was approved or not, maybe he would have been in and out of there. Um, that's also true yeah, i think it's their fault they were just not competent enough for this eight-year-old's questions Again, another another uh, bad another adult, adult. Another. The, the cashier there and the cashier at the uh grocery store like very judge i just all of them are bad i do There's think i think i think the cashier at the grocery store i think she was at least kind of having fun with him i think she liked him i think she thought it was kind of funny bit, but she I was also younger her. she was probably like actually like a teenager just working a job or something yeah so she doesn't count as an adult she was, i felt like she was like 30 i don't think she was a teenager. <laughs> when we were she kids we probably thought she was 30 most. she was probably like 17 yeah. um, she probably was 17 to 20 would be my guess the one the, the woman who was ringing him up that was like yeah. yes. a stranger i think she was i got to look up her and see what age she was then I bet she was thirty. Uh, I bet that she was thirty. Somebody continue. Tracy Connor. Yeah, I think that's you right. You already found so her. Quick. I don't know, how'd quick you do this? I'm a, I'm a quick typer. Yeah. 
And it's her, yeah. And because it, it I could tell it's her, but she was eighteen does, at the time of shooting. And unfortunately, it does not have her birthday because she probably hasn't. Done, I don't think her credits have Are gone you very kidding? far. It doesn't have her. It doesn't have her. Yeah, just uh, most people don't have like our. I think birthday they said like, I very small the, celebrities. Uh, another behind the scenes thing. I said they got some people from a local high school, and she was one of them to just shoot some of those scenes. Nice so try, like right? a high school student. Um, yeah, it's he. She's known for Home Alone for pete's wake in 2007 and dutch in 1991 so essentially she did yeah one more thing 17 years later and for pete's and wake, i think, I, like, think dutch was, I think dutch was also dutch was also john hughes by the way that was a pretty, oh yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty decent things pretty good thanksgiving movie not amazing but it was it's, it's a fun watch have you guys seen uncle buck before let's see yeah it's, it's fun I, yeah I, I, I would be I interested to, see, I want to watch it again yeah, be interested we to could, do we that. could watch that one. I remember, I remember liking it because it's got it's got it's got McCulkin and John Candy. Yeah, so I was curious. I've only seen it once, but I don't. I typed typed her name to Google and I don't see anything about her age still. So that got me. But yeah, I do. I, I got the impression she was like maybe a freshman in college, but she seemed like eighteen or something. But seventeen. She was young. Um, I I can start strengths witnesses. I don't know unless Brad or Eric. I don't know. I'm ready whenever. Um, the strengths were the soundtrack, the soundtrack to me, I don't know about you and, uh, you and Brad or anything, but like, to me, the soundtrack is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Like it's just part of my Christmas listening list, um, uh, playlist. I mean, uh, I think the tone of the movie could have easily been mismanaged by different directors. Like they could have made it too silly, but not like the, I don't know, cause there's dark elements to it. And I think he did a good job balancing out that it could have been too dark but it always kind of have a had like a mischievous tone to it rather than being too dark or too too kitty or something um but and also how christmasy it felt i'm sure you've noticed this before but they like intentionally designed the house to make it where everything is essentially red and green around the whole house so the house just feels like one big christmas decoration essentially um and I think that's it for strengths, but the soundtrack was a big one. Soundtrack really makes the movie to me. Um, the underrated scene, I feel like I might get pushed back on this, but I kind of like the church scene. I feel like him talking to Marley, like, I mean, again, it's not that many underrated scenes. So I feel like I was like, what scene do we often overlook as kids? We probably didn't like the church scene because it was a little bit more boring maybe, but it's like as adults watching it and listening to the older man talking about his relationship with the son, and just the conversation they have, it's just like, okay, this is, you know, a nice little moment. Um, but except for shouldn't the old man, unless unless I miss somehow Kevin covering his tracks, um, uh, like Danny in The Shining, but uh, did he cover his tracks on, um, did he cover his tracks on why he was there to the old man or to old man Marley or whatever? Because Marley should have been like, why is this kid by himself? I don't know. I just feel like he could have picked up on unless this 1990 and kids just walked around the neighborhood and would hang out at the church to listen to to Christmas carols or whatever. But it seems like the the old man, I can't even just call him the old man, oh Marley, um, had a, obviously had a lot of uh, had a had a redemption arc to him. But then it's just like, come on, like you could have been like, hey, where's your family or who are you here to watch or anything like that, and not noticing that like their next door neighbors he didn't see the vans outside and all that but eh, it was eight o'clock and apparently no one's awake at eight o'clock in the morning so maybe he just didn't see the see the vans um the weaknesses honestly i kind of feel like kevin's character a little bit i think he was like kevin was great in the role or uh, as a character overall like he's fun to watch 
But to me, he was a little too rude sometimes to make him, especially as a kid. I remember as a kid, I didn't find him terribly relatable all the time because of how, I mean, his parents were rude to him too. I'm not saying it was just his fault, um, but it was just like, but again, maybe I should just say the rudeness of a lot of the characters um, to kind of segue what Eric was saying. It's like Kevin's character seemed a little rude. His family was very mean-spirited and it makes them not as relatable. Um, and I think that's important though. To, for the story to make him feel like well, he because, wants to, yeah, I want to be it alone. I don't want a family. Happy. Yeah, he's happy that he's home alone because he made them disappear because he wanted them to. And he's a little brat that learns his lesson as the movie goes on, and all of a sudden, I think he could have had. I think he could have had an like, argument with this. I think he could have had a big argument with his family, but everything, like as you said, everything, almost all like the uncle Frank saying, like "you little jerk" and all this kind of stuff. It just felt like the 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 foundation of the family was pretty negative rather than he, they're having a negative moment and so as a nine eight or eight year old he's having this like reaction of oh i hate my family because buzz is being a jerk or what my uncle frank whatever it's felt like the the vibe i was getting from the family as a whole is that they were just very mean-spirited but again i'm not saying there's a huge are. weakness i'm just saying that's something they could have changed is not made them as jerky um jerk store and um and then this is just more of a perplexing thing is like it's kind of weird how why they chose Catherine o'hara for this role like she did perfectly fine but she was already an established like stand or not stand up uh, uh improv and or she did like sctv which is like the canadian snl with uh eugene levy and it's just like she did fine because she's a good actor mostly funny but like it's just like interesting that she decided to do what essentially is kind of a boring role um for someone with her abilities uh comedically it just felt like she was underused for what her talents and her skill sets are um but did perfectly it's fine it's tough to yell kevin and fall back yeah i was like the kevin and the fainting is her biggest thing after that she's just talking on the phone about you know her son being gone it was just like anybody could have done that make her like a funnier role if she's going to be in it because she's funny but anyway um overrated i'll say honestly the macaulay scream with the the shaving uh, the whenever he's doing the whole bathroom routine i honestly never really found that that funny as a kid and even oh. as an adult i don't really get the why that became such an iconic moment like why is that the thing that i don't they show? understand like, it yeah did he not be supposed to be that it's have you ever used aftershave maybe hey he yeah, didn't actually shave he was yeah he didn't actually shave but he shaved use and it does sting but that, but he didn't actually but shave he didn't though shave. yeah he didn't shave he just uh, no, he's putting no, I, it on yeah yeah if he just see unless he dad, shaved he, like peach fuzz on his it's face it's an iconic something. it is an iconic scene that people think of you just do the ah and people know what movie you're talking about but i've never fully understood why he did that and why it's and why i was like i'm fine with it being in the movie that's why I mean, it's not like a terrible scene it's just like why is that the scene that like yeah, when they do all the stupid like Home Alone Four, taking back the house or whatever it's called, um, Holiday Heist, all these other ones, they always have the kid doing that 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 gesture, and it's just like, why is that the takeaway? Like, it's just a, it's a fine scene, I guess at best, but it's like it's not very funny. Maybe I think as a kid, maybe I thought I was missing something. It's and funny when you're a kid. And as an adult, I'm like, I'm like, why is it stinging? Because yeah, he didn't shave, um, and that would be the only time it would sting. And then the and then the acting from O'Hara and Heard, um, whenever they say we slept in, um, it's it's worse in the second one when they do that whole you know looking at the camera like thing. They speed it up. Yeah, they, it's, it's, it's almost like in fast motion. Yeah. Yeah, they do the the silly hype. Yeah, hyper filming whatever that they. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
And then that was it. And then iconic, uh, again, objectively, the iconic scene is that aftershave or whatever scene. But for me, I think the best scene is between him leaving the church when the music picks up and him planning all the way up to it. I'm I'm not I'm just saying best because it's like, I don't want to be like, oh, whenever they whenever he sets the traps and like that's a good chunk of the end of the movie. But I feel like when it really kicks into the next gear is like that he gets his battle plan or whatever out and gets ready is my best scene. So anyone else can take over. Wait, who's clicking? I feel like I keep I can... clicking every like five seconds. I was trying to find an answer for why do oh. they scream? Some, a lot of people are um. just saying that it's got alcohol and aftershave and so it can burn. Other people were saying he was the man of the house. So it's implying but that he tried to shave face? in the shower. I know people, oh, some are saying he, yeah. they think that he saw his dad doing his routine. So maybe he tried to shave in the shower, but I'm like, it seems like a maybe, but um, I feel I'll like it would have shown mind. that. I don't know. Austin, you touch on, I also had soundtrack as a strength, but on the same note, I'm pretty sure I'm doing this correctly between soundtrack and score. I think if I'm doing this right, it, Seinfeld pointed out and always thought it was kind of silly how Seinfeld has the music in the background. It is happening. It is some very childish, silly noises going on during a lot of these uh. scenes that I think are very unnecessary. I don't like the actual soundtrack of songs and music going on. It's phenomenal. But a lot of times when they're doing this chase scenes and stuff at the end, there's like very childish, bad, weird sounds <laughs> happening. Just like, when George is watching Seinfeld or when, when he, George is watching, <laughs> like I'm actually thinking he was actually watching the movie. It wasn't fake. Like it was, it was noticeable to me. And I thought it was a weakness. It seemed too over the top. We didn't need that. So that's what I had as the main weakness of the movie actually, but the soundtrack is a bigger strength than that is a weakness. I would say, um, I disagree with you also on Macaulay Col or McCulkin. I thought he did a great job. I thought he was a strength. Um, especially I didn't, I didn't say the acting. acting. I said the character, the way he's written, is a little was a little. I, too even then, I but even me. with that point, I don't agree with. I think okay. you're supposed to not like him. I don't think you're supposed to be relating to him. Like I, I think you're. This oh, is okay. a brat kid who's getting his way, and then but he's growing and learning again. He's taking his family for granted. He's he's learning that he misses them. All this stuff's happening as the course of the movie goes on, while he's also defending his house. But you're not supposed to. I, none of it's relatable to me. I wouldn't be doing any of that if I was home alone. I wouldn't be. I'd be under a bed, scared until somebody came home. Like I'm not going to be setting up traps. So none of it really. I never thought of it as the, I'm relating to him. So fair enough. Um, I feel like both Marvin and Harry did a. They did a good job. Again, it's a kids' movie, so there's a little, little overacting in it. But I don't think that's necessarily the actor's fault. I think they were doing what they were supposed to. So I would consider that to be more of a strength. Um, overrated slash worst scene. Again, I'm going to go opposite of Austin. Even as an adult church scene, snooze fest, <laughs> get me out of there. It doesn't do anything for me. He doesn't give the old man any reasonable advice. The old man should have thought of that on his own. Like, go talk to your son. Okay, great. Agreed on that. Agreed that. on that. The advice was like, like seriously, just on. you're not, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be like this heartfelt moment, but nothing's actually being said in it. So Get me out of there. Boring, boring, boring. What is the underrated but it moment? Then, into, yeah. It leads into, again, not, well, not, again, it's not overrated. I'd say it's more of like best and worst is what I'm going with because I don't think underrated and overrated. Bits for Home Alone. Best scene, 
slash probably still iconic, but I'll go with just best for now is again, when he leaves the church and does the whole preparing, yeah. setting up the music's going, setting up all the plans, getting out the blueprints. That to me is, is the best scene. You could make the argument that it's the iconic scene. It probably is the correct one. Again, the, the, the face thing is iconic, like very quick moment, but that's, it's not even, you can hardly not even call that a scene. It's one second. So, um, I'm going to pull a Austin at uh days confused. And I kind of want to say that the iconic is the, the entire final showdown. Is that too long? Oh, of, uh, I was trying to, I was trying to that, avoid that. Cause I thought you would, I know I, I, I did too, but like that is to me, like once they're there, is, there, is there an iconic, is there an iconic trap the traps, that you automatically like that is, think of? Is there an iconic it, trap that the the nail? Yeah, it's is the, it the like, paint cans. The paint cans the paint down cans, the stairs yeah. is what I think. So I would say that gonna mimic, be that specific. It, just okay, if we were doing attack. a if we were doing a Home Alone themed party and we're gonna bring pizza and macaroni and cheese and have Sundays, <laughs> if you have the stairs for it, you're also gonna hang paint cans from it as a as a gimmick because that's an easy thing to do. Like that, that to me is by far the the, the best and uh, most iconic trap. So. Um, if we're going to pick that, then yeah, I would go with that. But just the whole showdown scene between him and the, and the wet bandits is that's, that's when the movies it's at its best. And that's all I got. Bradley. I'm, I'm on the same page as y'all for the most part. I think the, the strengths of the soundtrack, I think uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern were really fun. I think them being, like I said before, them being over the top made it, better and uh mcculkin was great as kevin he didn't have a lot of like depth in most of the scenes but it would be like that's not what the character called for he was funny he was an eight-year-old he was a smart ass but like it was he, he did what he was supposed to do and i liked it uh i felt like the my favorite parts definitely i mean the showdown at the end is definitely the most the most fun um and i actually put just specifically even though i, I mean the, the paint can was great i actually liked the when they initially realize what they're up against. So I actually put specifically like them trying to get into the house, even though it's great after that. But I like when they're realizing like, holy crap, like we can't even get into this stupid house because of this kid. And I will, even though I agree with a lot of the stuff y'all said, I actually do like the, <clears throat> the church scene because you're right. The advice he gives is an, yeah, I was like, Eric well, and actually, well, we're well, not well, on the same page on some things. So yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I guess what I'll say is, I agree with the fact that he, the advice that he gives isn't anything special, but I like that if you want to make the argument that it's still pretty good for an eight-year-old and part of what Kevin is doing is growing up and realizing he needs to talk more to his family. And it's also yes. true that just because it's kind of like, what, what was the theme, right? Is you, you can never, what is it? What do they say? You can never be too old to be scared. Well, it's like, well, he's, he's young, but he's, that's not the theme. Well, count your blessings is definitely the ultimate theme, but also just because he's an old man doesn't mean it's unrealistic for him to still be scared to do something as simple as pick up the phone and, and call his family. And then for Kevin, it's something as simple as talk to your mom and just just be a be a better kid. So it's it's a simple message, but I like that they took a little bit of time out to to have like a, a, a slow moment and then the, the clock starts chiming and he's got to run back. But I do still think yeah. that in a, a, a often silly family movie. I thought it was a nice scene and you have like a young kid who's growing up and an old man who still needs to grow up in some ways too. So not super, not super deep and heavy, but I actually do think it, they did a good job with it. Real quick. You know, I just thought of why another negative about the church scene, actually 
that's probably why he uh, was unable to eat his mac and cheese. That threw his timing off, talking, wasting time with that old man. He wasn't planning on doing any of that. So I think that threw off his entire setting up the plan, uh, setting up the trap schedule. He was a few minutes behind. Otherwise, he eats his mac and cheese. He should, I mean, he should have just grabbed like a banana or something. I mean, it was, I mean, or he might maybe threw the mac and cheese in the oven. But I what? mean, again, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the scenes effect, but I agree with you that he didn't plan it very well. He should have, he should have known, okay, if I have this prepared, he for a talkative old man. man who I used to be scared of. No, that's well, eating dinner earlier too. It's just like, I don't know. It was late for a kid to be eating dinner. It was like, what was it? Eight o'clock? Why is an eight-year-old eating dinner at eight fifty? Why is an eight-year-old yeah. planning traps for two uh, yeah. <laughs> criminals? Like it just. Uh, you know, he also said it's, it's not an average night, like five in the McAllister household. That's true. Um, Brad, what was your iconic moment? Also, while 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 he was waiting for even even once they got there, he still could have been like running over and like taking bites of mac and cheese. He could. I agree with that, and maybe he did. Maybe he did. That's true. I you guess it wouldn't have been that exciting. You don't if we see did. at the end of the movie like a cold plate of full mac and cheese. He might have set up the the weird uh, saran wrap and feathers and then taken a few bites and then set up the tar and nails and taken a few bites. That's true. That's know. true. And I agree with you all about the weakness. I still think the the scene with with him scream. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's weird to say it's a weakness. I mean, I still don't like the um, the cutaways. I I, I'm not Paris calling that a weakness. Or, or, just, or just the cutaways to Paris are are okay Boy. but i think because i get frustrated every time I, to me the them sending the policeman over is just too frustrating i understand but i'm like it doesn't mean it's unrealistic there's people that are bad at every type of job but every time i see that yeah. i'm just like uh, it's so irritating but again it's like i'm being nitpicky i like That's the movie but there's there's times with the family where i'm like okay we, we get what they're showing but yeah the 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 best part of the movie and to me the my favorite part is the showdown and i think the best part is when they first realize that the kid is has grown up and is learning how to defend himself a little bit more so i i still think the best part is when they first try to get into the house and the weaknesses are not it's not a lot it's just it's just maybe a couple of little things here and there it's more frustrating but again the movie doesn't work if the movie doesn't work if the policeman goes over there calmly gets his attention and then kevin is safe so i mean it's, it's okay you, you've got to have a, a plot so it's it's not a big it's forgivable oh, shoot. I had a, um i had a quick like round table question before we i was just gonna see if anyone had like a christmas song i was gonna say best christmas song but i feel like most people like a lot of christmas songs but i feel like the easier one might be is there a christmas song that any of you dislike like the, or is that not something that you this something that uh the um what's the birds the 12 so like the oh uh the days of christmas part, that's partridge a and, song partridge in the and they're horrible gifts and they're horrible gifts <laughs> stupid song horrible gifts uh brad i know they do that in the uh, office like where he, he's trying to be cute like yeah who yeah. wants all these birds as gifts this is stupid like i don't understand them maybe there's some other thing behind that one but it's it's catchy, baby but is, it's baby, really, really dumb. Outside is has pretty creepy lyrics, and that one, that one gets. She's like, really yeah, she does yeah. say like, "What's in this drink or whatever." Yeah, What's that, that one. Had... And, and he's like trying to keep her from going home, uh, keep her from leaving. That one's. I've never liked the um, Paul that McCartney one. one. A while ago. The Paul McCartney. I like one, which one? Uh, wonderful. I do. Christmas I do song. actually. I do like that no, one, but it does get. I don't like it's very. One. It's very eighties sounding. Yeah, it doesn't feel Christmassy at all. Christmas. And it's just like it's too i don't know it doesn't feel christmasy it's very repetitive i don't, I don't pay know, that just... much attention to christmas music 
like people always talk about like plays too much. I'm like, I'm it's I'm not listening to it unless it's on in a store. I'm not typically like going. No, we we listen to Christmas radio. No, we listen. Yeah, I don't listen to Christmas Christmas radio. It does get played a lot because it's a it's a Beatles adjacent song. You're talking about like the simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I like it, but Eric was on Eric was on all Christmas, but like all Christmas songs in general. I don't go out of my way to listen to it. That's funny. Unless it's in a movie. I don't. I don't either. I mean, I don't. I don't listen to a ton of them. I don't notice Christmas music. What do we always play? What do we always play? Watching Christmas movies, I'll, I get my Mariah Carey, music. Mariah oh, Carey, and Amy Grant um, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the '90s. But uh, Mariah okay. Carey, I feel like, is what we like came down. Oh, with that, yeah, that was yeah, that was the big one. Um, or like, uh, or like, oh, yeah. oh crap, what's the? Uh, That's a good one. No, what's the instrumental that we always Mannheim Steamroller? Thank you, thank you, thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I actually, I have a whole playlist that I found from like pretty much yeah, I like childhood. I just don't go out of my way to listen you don't to listen it. to it on on your own but um okay uh I can start I gave it an A I think Brad it was his choice so he can go last I guess but I gave it an A plus I gave it an A minus oh yeah all different nah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a bad thing it's not a, it's not a perfect movie but it's awesome um it's and again Eric is about to pick the movie for his Actually. birthday and Brad picked it, so Will, I guess Will I will, I guess I will choose a number. Oh, we're oh never mind. My bad. Oh oh no, we're not there yet. I'm trying to wait for. I this thought you were thing. skipping. I'm like, hold up. Hold I'm up. waiting for the fishbowl to line uh to load up. I don't know why my internet is suddenly. I hope I don't. It's like spinning. Okay, we'll just cool. wing it if we have to. I know. It's like what is happening? Top, top three Christmas movies. Top five Christmas it's, movies. It's like I have internet, but it's I've never had this issue. I have a, the tab is what is open and it oh cool it's and it's. Pages unresponsive. Fantastic. We haven't done a uh, Christmas themed fishbowl. You want to just do one? I know it's hard. We if, we said, if, we said, if, we, if we said best three, I feel like we'd all have very similar best three. Might I think we'd have to do order. five. I think we have to do five. Best five? Oh, man. I don't, best five might be hard happening? to come up with on the spot. We can just really? do, why don't we just do that? Also, this okay. Maybe that's a sign that it's we should some, just do a Christmas some, theme. Like I'm not having internet issues. Three, we're gonna have we're gonna have the same three. I feel like just in different order. No, I'll try. I'll try to well, switch it up. Well, I did get it to load finally. We'll I don't have know what, to switch but, it. Up. Um, but no, we could do it. What do we want to do Christmas theme wise? Um, yeah, y'all seem I mean, to poo poo it. So no, no, I thought it'd be, it'd be harder. Okay, we could do it because it'd be kind of like the Halloween thing. It'd be like obviously we know. I think it would have to be, be at least five movies. But if you think that you can't do that off the top of your head, I could do five pretty quickly. But it's not about There's naming the movies; it's about ordering the movies year. is the thing. Uh, we can do we could yeah. do the top five fit best best Christmas movies. So I'm gonna. So I think we're all gonna have similar five. It's just about yeah where we rank them. Um, I feel like Eric. I can see Eric having yeah he's gonna have one or two different um, ones than us, but. He's gonna say Elf, the Elf sing along edition. <laughs> um, Brad's, Brad, uh, Daddy's, you home, Daddy's home too. On there, so. <laughs> Daddy's home too. Spirited. I do want to watch that. I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. Which one? Daddy's home too. I was gonna see if it was streaming somewhere. Uh, Spirited was. We watched Spirited. It was pretty good. Like a Christmas Carol, obviously. Is that a pick of yours or? Oh, man, it's not top five, but we enjoyed it. Does anyone have theirs ready to go? Because I've just listed All right, I'm going to go, I yes, I think I have mine. And the order? It's not naming random. Uh, I think you need to stay. T- like, number five is your least, yeah, it's obviously the worst, so, of the five. Yeah, but, um, I think I'm good then. Okay, go ahead, and I'm still thinking. 
Uh, number am I just doing my five? Number five, I mean. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I'll we just should, do my number five. Do number, going, yeah, everyone do number five. My my number five is it's a wonderful life. Yeah, I thought you might pick that for five. Um, let me see real quick. Um, Eric, it's a wonderful life. Um, if we can hear Brad, it's like Brad just had that really close to his typewriter. I don't think that's going to come through on the. Does it not come through? And it's just although me complaining. Although about everything it. Brad does and you do comes across, I have to speak into my microphone. Otherwise, I can always hear me. everything Brad does. If he like touches a piece okay, of I'm paper, sorry, it's a, it sounds like it's crumbling paper. <laughs> Brad, keep then, going. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, I'm not oh, saying you should worry. Keep typing. Keep typing. Well, I was um, trying to type them out so I could make sure I got my list right. I think I can't, I can't know. I don't know if I can name five like untouchable movies. Because I don't think Elf has made it. I don't think that makes it on my list of five. Um, what other? I was like, okay. I'm switching some of mine up right now. Actually, that's why I kind of want to hear. Oh, I'll say number five. Let me for just me do is, all mine. Yeah, go ahead. Huh? Or Brad? Go, what were you going to say? Number five is Christmas Vacation. Yeah, oh, wow. five. Hmm. Okay, we're we're gonna have different lists. That's for sure. Uh, oh, I know what Brandon's no, gonna have on. His. I know, I know, but I know like my top three. I don't know what the five is the hardest one because I don't actually have. I feel like my top four are like really strong, and then I, number number four, hmm. kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, I forgot we're doing okay. like that. Um, number four for me is Elf. Okay. Oh, I just came up with one. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go number five is Black Christmas, 1974. Nice. I just watched that and I'm like, oh yeah, I do watch that every year. Um, wait, Eric, you said Elf for number four. So I'm the only one that Brad's done Vacation and Kiss Kiss. Eric's done Wonderful Life and Elf. And I've done Black Christmas. And hmm, I'm going to go probably, uh, I'm probably going to go Vacation as well for number four. Dang, I really hated that movie. I like it. I don't, I think it's, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's up way up there, but um, so we've done, both done five and four, so I don't know who's ready for them. I'll go three if y'all aren't ready. I had Home Alone as three. I think... Oh, Home Alone for Eric. I'm typing these out, too. So Home Alone for Eric for number Brad three. maybe Frozen. Oh. Is no. he taking Frozen by being Frozen? Brad, can you hear us? That's all right. You can oh. continue. Okay. okay. That's what... I was like, it's weird that yeah, my internet was being weird. I know, and I was like, it's weird too. Oh, um, um, okay. So I'm, I've I've got it narrowed down now. Now it's just a matter of order. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Wonderful life. Um, I was trying to decide before if I wanted that to be number two, but I really do feel like it's number three for me. Um, I think you'd have it. I thought you were just not gonna have it on your list, but no, I like it's wonderful life um okay. so okay is brad back yet it looks like he's getting back it's connecting back all right brad's back all right so it catch you up because i don't know when you started freezing um uh eric has wonderful life elf and home alone actually i'm surprised elf is number four i thought elf was gonna be like number two for eric but mine is black christmas i vacation. like elf, but there's other classics mine's black christmas vacation my top two are very life. chalk like they're very like what most people would put as one and two i think I think I know. Wait, oh, uh, it's a little 
I'm not sure if something changed, but is it, does it sound different? I feel like it's a little static here or something sounding, but um, I don't hear anyone. Oh, wow. Why am I, I feel like I'm, picking, I'm picking up on everything. Brad, here. do you have a number three? I did. Dang it. I had them written out and they disappeared for no reason. All right, Brad, you had vacation, yeah. kiss, kiss, whether you're Christmas five, vacation, Christmas vacation, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, die hard. It's a wonderful life. Number one. Oh, wait, did I miss one or is that only four? He just said four. He hasn't said his number one yet. Okay, sorry. I don't know why I thought he would. Okay, my bad. All right, vacation, kiss, kiss, die hard, wonderful life. Eric, okay, Eric, go ahead with your number two. My number two is Christmas story. Christmas vacation, kiss. Eric and I are going to have, well, no, we're not going to have the same one because Eric, we're going to have the same number two. Yeah, my number two is Christmas story. Okay. Oh, Eric's number Number one is okay brad yeah number one was christmas story oh okay brad, mine was Eric. christmas vacation obviously since i hadn't listed it yet i think mine's gonna be home alone um okay those uh, are all good number ones by the way yeah, it took I us a while we, we had i, I think so too. no i mean i wasn't gonna put die those hard are all one. very it, worthy number we, ones we do watch Die Hard every year, and I love it. But it's—I mean, it's not a—it's not the number one pick. Christmas Story. I think we started watching at the perfect time when I was old enough to get it. And It's a Wonderful Life is still so good. Um, a couple that I watched this year that I wanted to give a shout out to. If y'all have never seen Meet Me in St. Louis, that one was—it's a musical, but like that was a good one. And then uh, we used to watch the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. That's a really good movie that I had just not seen. It's it's ninety minutes. It was shot on it's location in Manhattan. It's absolutely not. I feel like you're just saying that because we is. we did watch it when we were too young. I've never watched it. I don't think it's, I've ever tried it. It's so boring when we watched it because we were like Ugh. eight, dude. It is not boring. Yeah. It's about a guy who thinks he's Santa Claus and they like go to court and do like a case, but it's also like young Natalie Wood who's really good and it. it's like a comedy drama. Like it's it's a it's a good movie. It was mm-hmm. funny. It's about it. I'm just telling you, don't don't remember it from when you were I eight. I watched it. It's one of the <laughs> highest. Even if we're just going by name alone, it might be the most boring name in the history of movies. Like, oh, just reading it is like bores me. <laughs> well, we probably, we'll probably choose it at one one of the Christmas seasons at yeah at some point. But um, okay, just That'll quick re- yeah, Brad vacation kiss kiss bang bang die hard. It's wonderful life and the number one Christmas story. Eric, it's a wonderful life. Elf, Home Alone, Christmas Story, and Vacation or Christmas Vacation. Then mine is Black Christmas Vacation. Uh, sorry, of course, Christmas Vacation, It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Story, and then Home Alone. Um, and then to cap it off, this uh, this is the end of our yeah, Christmas season. So now the next thing for us is Eric's pick. Eric, if you don't mind giving us a few little clues and see if we can so figure it out. I, I This is not really even a clue, but just kind of a question in general once I get to it. I swear I thought in this movie that the kid in it, I thought it was his birthday. I want to pick the movie regardless because it's a top five, maybe top five movie for me. Um, but for some reason, I thought when his grandfather was coming to read to him. Oh, nice pick. Okay. That it was for his birthday. I know he's sick, but for some reason, I thought it was like his birthday. But maybe I'm misremembering that because I couldn't find that information without just watching I don't. I don't uh, think so. I thought he just came over because he was. Like, I think he just sick? comes over because he's sick? feeling well. He's, okay. he's feeling badly. Well, either way, it's going to be my birthday pick because I love the movie and it's Princess Bride. Actually, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it's also an interesting pick because it was made the year that you were born as well. 
Uh, I might have known that, but that's not why yeah. I did it. Yeah, um, no, I, I I've been it wanting was, but... to pick this movie for like six months, but it hasn't come up in naturally in our uh, categories or whatever. Yeah. So once and I, and I figured it would come up at some point next year, but I don't know. It's a good one that I think will be a very good review. And again, it's a uh, spoiler alert. It's going to be a good, a good grade for me because I love the movie. Yeah, <laughs> birthday I, picks. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to give it a bad grade. I don't. I don't think many people would. Yeah. And that's going to be similar second, to Home Alone. Second, I could. I could see it ranging from different A's or possibly yeah. a B plus if someone's yeah. Second, not as, Rob Reiner, right? If somebody's in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> misery yet? Have we? We have not done misery. We have sick. Eric can do a Steve or Brad could do a Stephen King, you know, adaptation round at one point. But okay, so Princess Bride, nineteen eighty-seven, for either late December or early January, we'll see when we are able to find the time after the holiday season. Um, and then, then I will have to come up with next time. Yeah, what what the pretty much our last category We're before getting close I think to what Oscar the Oscar something. season is pretty much going to be February. I think is because I think unlike last year, we'd want to do. I think the idea would be to do two or three episodes where we do two or three movies about like, if we do like three, 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 like three movies per, so we can get about nine or 10 movies in in just three episodes rather than trying to do it all in one. Um, but we can talk oh, about yeah, when it gets closer. Five. I bet we could um, do five and five if we had to. We might better do five and five, but three, three, three ish would be my ideal, but five, five. But anyway, uh, Princess Bride's a all good right. pick. Um, all right. Brad, I guess you're going to continue doing the thing. Okay, that all sounds good. See you later.